some fun here. What's up, guys? Let's get this uh, intro right here for you. Okay. Sorry, we are a, a few minutes late. I uh, was having technical difficulties again this week. It's uh, it's frustrating, super frustrating. So I want to say welcome to Red Hat Scotty to the episode. I, I'm excited about this one. It's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. We've, uh, we've never met each other. We've been on the same 2.0 race week uh, last year. And uh, I, I'm excited for you to tell some Rocky Mountain race week stories. But then also some other drag and drive uh, event stories. I've, I've got down here on the bottom on the scroller. says says, uh, last when I've seen that too. <laughs> yeah. A six time drag and drive event participant and all around badass. Dude, you really were. Um, let's start with 2.0 last year because I'm, I want to say you guys changed two engines during the week. We just did one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the, we weren't that I, big of a badass like some of the other guys, but we did do one, and it was it was brutal. But it it was like the first night or something like that, right? Uh yeah, it was day one. We were we were like one of the first twenty some cars down the track, and it let go at the finish line, and <laughs> drove it back to the pits, and we're looking at it, and uh, me and the dude, uh, you'll hear me say the dude a lot. The dude is my dad. Oh, okay, uh, he's my co-pilot. Uh, just my best friend. That's awesome. And so we decided, you know, we're on vacation, you know, vacation. And we uh, bought a motor at midnight from a, a great, great guy, Dustin, in, uh, right outside Tulsa, and stayed all night and put that thing in there. That's awesome. That is awesome. That, so uh, t tell us the setup in the car and then what you ended up with. So uh, I've got an 89 Ford Mustang notchback. Um, it's just a 5.3 cam, and it's got a VS Racing 7875 turbo, uh, turbo 400, Holly EFI. Your nice. cookie cutter LS swap car. Yep. <laughs> it, the, uh, the, for a few years. yeah, don't BS me build it, from, uh, swapping. Much, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's what's in my old truck is just a 4.8, you know, seven, uh, billet wheel, 7875 and a, and a cam. It's an 80, but. So See, same getting exotic on me with that billet wheel. Yeah, man. I'm well, so the story behind it is my brother won it in a raffle and I bought it from him. So oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it, it's a gen one. It would have been a cast wheel if I had to buy it because I'd have saved the money. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, I understand that. Yep. Yep. 500 wheels, 500 wheel, right? Yeah, exactly. It'll hey, push you <laughs> into the tens. I mean, that's a lot of power to go get some cat food, you know? That's exactly right. Well, ice cream, ice cream, burnouts and ice, ice cream, cream, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me get some questions opened up. So tell us like where you, where you're from, kind of, kind of the, and we're going to get into some of the, uh, why Dragon Drive, how many you've been on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I live in a little town called Grain Valley, Missouri, just right outside Kansas City. Oh, cool. Uh, not too far from the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, just right down 70 Highway. Uh, nice. raised in this area. So there's a bunch of street racing that goes on up there. 
just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of being in the middle of the country. I'm actually jumping over and uh, I'm, I'm going to share the live feed across a couple different um, Facebook groups here while we're, while we're kind of getting into this. So being from there, you're, you're like three hours from me, which is just about the perfect day trip for the cart. I, uh, any more than that. And it's just too much. <laughs> You're, uh, down in Arkansas, right? Yep. Yep. Just barely. We're in Bentonville, which is about 20 minutes inside of, uh, Northwest Arkansas. Okay. Little, little company here in town. Um, Walmart. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It's got a couple retail stores across the country. So they kind of own it when there are, when your city is like 20,000 or 30,000 people and there's seven Walmarts, it's, that's a pretty big deal. That's like us and Casey's over here. There's three Casey's in this town. Yeah, it blows my mind. Casey's is like the Dollar General of gas stations now. It's like, a, you know, Dollar General and a, and a Casey's, you're on the map now. They just need to merge, make it one store. Yes, Dollar Casey's. General Casey's. I General like it. Casey's. I like it. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get into it. So being from there, um, obviously if your dad is racing with you, he's probably a big part of why you're into car stuff, right? I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if we go back, the thing that really got me into like motorsports and everything is the dude took me to monster trucks when I was not even two years old. I was like barely two years old. And I'm a huge monster truck nerd. So nice. Like, everyone talk about monster trucks. We can do that too. <laughs> Uh, so that kind of got the ball rolling. And then uh, I grew up uh, with him doing the street rod stuff. Him and my, my one uncle, Ed, uh, they had street rods. So we would literally travel in his 46 Ford sedan. I mean, we went Minnesota numerous times, down wow. Texas a couple times, and I mean everywhere in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. the great thing about street rods that uh, really changed the game for a lot of folks was those cars were built to drive. And like before then, you know, everybody kind of just how fast can we make it go, you know, and how fast can we get to the track? Uh, and those cars, I mean, you know, 70s and 80s really moved the bar forward. Like they don't have to make 500 horsepower. They've got to make it 500 miles, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that ended up playing a lot into, you know, these dragon drives for us because, you know, I remember going out, you know, in his car and we'd take these super long trips and it was a pretty you know, flawless deal. And, you know, every now and again, something would come up, but he, you know, when he built that car, made sure if you had to fix something, you could do it on the side of the road, you know, yep. way before this stuff started happening. And so that was just one of the extra little things. that was kind of cool for me coming into this world. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to talk um, from what I understand and the folks I've talked about you um, talked about you to them. This will come off kind of interesting, but uh, BJ Shane here says a uh, red hat is a badass guy. And then David Maxson said, red hat, Scotty, you are a badass. Uh, can't thank you for all the advice at Rocky mountain race week. So yes, man. Love you guys, man. That's awesome. Yep. Everybody, man, I think that's the coolest part. And that's what I want uh, people that haven't experienced Rocky mountain race week to understand about Rocky mountain race week is like, you're now a family. You know what I mean? Like it, you're now part of it. So yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. That's, that's the best part of, um, especially Rocky mountain. I mean, the way mm -hmm. that Matt and June and their whole crew set this thing up, once you do it and you get into it, your family, I mean, it, yeah. 
I'm friends with so many people on Facebook, social media and everything. I only see once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. But every time you see them, it's like no gap in time whatsoever. <laughs> yep. You know? And it's yep. literally the, the family aspect of this event is probably the greatest thing. You know, the, I always say, you know, the drag racing is the bonus. Oh yeah, for sure. W one thing that's kind of crazy, like our end, we, I make it to the track two times a year, except for race week. And then it's five and five days, you know, like I, I go to the track more on race week than I do the entire year. You know, it's crazy. Oh yeah. I totally agree with that. Yep. Yep. It's more, uh, it's more, uh, street car fun stuff for us here, not street racing, but street just driving around and, and having a good time. All right. So should we get into the red hat Scotty name or save that for a minute? I've got it as my first out of the gate question because I know everybody wants to know and they're lined up behind you. And, uh, so let's just tell the folks how you got how you are red hat Scotty. All right. So it's kind of a silly deal back when I was in elementary school, I was in the sixth grade. Uh, my, my buddy Jay gave me a red Nebraska hat, and I actually still have this hat. Oh right my! This, this is the OG red hat. This is what started everything. And I wore this thing. I mean, it's it actually looks pretty decent on camera, but it's pretty gross, like in real life. But I wore that thing for so long, and everybody just kind of like knew me as that. And then after I wore that hat out, I got like some, you know, teal hat or some blue hat. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I remember standing out in the playground and everybody's like, hey, man, where's Scotty? And I'm like, dude, I'm right here. And they're like, where's your red hat? <laughs> nice. And it's literally been like that since I was in the sixth grade, you know, however long ago that was. <laughs> so when you introduce your or when other when friends introduce you to other people, are you introduced as Red Hat Scotty? Uh, nine times out of ten, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, yeah, Dino Cardella is popping in here saying, "What's up?" <laughs> Who was uh, Dino Cardella? Hey. Yep he had the uh, he had the hot Carl car on two point last year. Right. So with the hat thing too, I like I actually have taken this pretty seriously because it's been a pretty big part of my life. I actually yeah. have my red hat tattooed on me. Nice. I don't know if we can we can see it, but I actually do have a red hat tattooed on my chest. That's awesome. Well, I mean, dude, that's like that's who you are, you know. You <laughs> and know, it's, it's sometimes every now and again, if I want to go out and incognito, I'll put on a black hat. Nobody knows I'm there. That's awesome. That's how it, I, I can just I'm seeing the video now. Like somebody's watching a video later, like sometime later in life, and they see that it pans across the crowd. And it's you in a black hat, and they're like, "Wait." No, he's got to have a twin. <laughs> it's actually happened. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. So let's get into, uh, how about like, let's talk project cars because you've posted a couple pictures of like a motorhome or something. Uh, so, so I, let's talk about current project cars and then I definitely want to get into some of the past projects too. So yeah, I, I'm a big project guy. I probably have too many irons in the fire at all times. Um, yeah, so I just recently bought a 1989 Chevrolet G30 Mallard Sprinter motorhome. Uh, yeah. It is, it is now nicknamed the Neighbor Hater <laughs> because my neighbors were not happy when I showed up with it. They're like, is that going in the front or the backyard? <laughs> yeah. Um, we've actually had some issues with the neighbors uh, recently. And so after I did that, they weren't 
they were like, man, this guy's got too many projects. Yeah. Uh, which luckily I keep, uh, I've got, currently I have the race week car here. I've got an old truck here. I've got a 65 Rambler American here. Ooh. And then I rent a shop not too far from here. And that's where the other projects are at the neighbor hater. Nice. So, (laughs) so what's the plan for it? Just simple resto or are you guys going to like, so it had a locked up 350 small block in it. So I bought it because it was cheap. Yep. Uh, it's getting a 5.3 4L80 and Holly with the Terminator X Max. Dang. Yeah. And then you're going to do some traveling in it? Is that kind of the plan? Be a tow hotel? Yeah. So it's going to be dual purpose. It'll be the you know travel lodge in for me and the dude <laughs> when we go out of town. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got two daughters and my wife. And so they want to go out. I know my wife really wants to see a bunch of the uh, national parks and yeah. different things like that. So when I mentioned it to her and she said, can we do this? I was like, absolutely. And she said, yes, you can buy it then. So That's cool. Yeah. yeah that's so how old are you? So I have an, an 11 year old and an eight year old daughter. So I, I know what two girls is like. We're oh, a blast. Uh, I've got uh, a nine year old and a six year old McKenna and Mavis. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> D- Dirty Panda over here says a toe tail T O W T E L. Tow the race car hotel. Yep. That's awesome. That's cool. All right. So you've got that one. You've got the race week car, which you went over a while ago. What, what's in the Rambler? What's the plan for the Rambler? So the Rambler, it's a 1965 Rambler American two door hardtop. Uh, I bought it. Oh, been a few years. We started on it. It's going to be another LS swap. Uh, I've got an all aluminum true LS one. Uh, I've got a nitrous outlet stinger plate for it. Nice. Basically, I just kind of want that to be like the weekend cruiser, you know, take the kids, go get some, you know, ice cream. Yep. Do burnouts. Somebody somebody pulls up on the light, you know, I got to have a little something for them. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And that car, I mean, that car would be pretty light. I mean, I'd say, you know, close to 3000 pounds with that setup, you know, it'd be fun. I'm going to try to shoot for like 28, 2900. Yeah. That'd be cool. And I mean, you know, 400, 450, 500 with a bottle, you know what I mean? Like pretty easy setup, you know, to run, to run quick enough in town to make, uh, ha- let the kids have fun and not spill their ice cream everywhere. Right. Or <laughs> Hey, if they do whatever, we'll just, you know, clean yep. it up later. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Dirty Panda said he did a swap over the weekend. He's about to bring a 240 into the garage to tear it down. So, nice. yeah, that's awesome. All right. Um, so let's talk about some past project stuff. Uh, so, or wait, h- hang on, hang on. On r- the race week car, how f- how fast has that car been? Uh, in the current configuration, it's been 1040 at like, what, what dude, like 128, I think. Dang. Yeah, it's it's been like 128, 129, like 1040. Uh and it's that's you know it's low low boost. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> I think I think that car only makes like 10 pounds boost. It's on pump gas. You gotta turn that thing. Dude, the old truck it's on 13, and then there's been a ton of times where it's been over 20. So that's so that's everybody always gives me a hard time because I don't turn it up. <laughs> and I will, but I'm a track guy. Uh, because of my job, I can't really go out the street too much. 
Mm, so I've only got the six point cage in it. Oh yeah. Okay. So So, yeah, I haven't tried to push it too hard Yeah. with the previous motor. We've been, uh, one, uh, 10, 10, 21 at one thirty-eight. That's awesome. That's, that's fast enough. It's, I mean, for that car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Next time, next time we're on the track, man, come over and look at it, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's fast enough." <laughs> hey, listen, Fox Bodies, man, it's it's amazing how fast those cars can be, and they they just look like regular cars, you know. It's just it's wild, man. It's wild. Yeah. That's so. That's when touching back on the other projects, uh, I've had a '91 GT since May of 2002. It was my high school car, and we're. We've been, I keep saying, we're in the process of getting it put back together. I have basically everything to do it. Mm -hmm. Other projects, time, kids, family, job stuff. Yep. Uh, But that car there, I really want to put a set of like 17 Cobra R's on it and a stock hood and take it out. And uh, that car should be like an 890 car. What? Wait, hold on. (laughs) Wow. That's what's up. What's the setup in that car? Uh, another cookie cutter LS deal. Mm. It's a basically an iron L33, uh, you know, with the 243 heads. It's mm-hmm. got a BTR stage two cam in it, uh, Borg Warner S475, uh, built glide. It's super light, 10 point cage, you know, all the eight, you know, 850 legal cage stuff. Yeah. So, what, rear, all of what's, it. <laughs> what's funny is like I graduated in 99, so like a Fox body. I mean, that was, you know, like you got to figure that's a six or eight year old car when I graduated, you know, in 93s. So like the Cobra R wheels and all that kind of stuff. And like, you know, two chamber flow masters, you know, on like a small block Ford. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm all in on building, you know, that car. I really want to notch at some point in my, in my life, you know, but, uh, and then for that car to bust off, like, you know, eights, that's wild, man. That's you know, I'm, I'm trying. That's the so the goal for that car is I want to do five anything in the eighth and eight anything in the quarter. I want to drive it to hopefully we're getting a track here next summer. Hopefully, yeah, cross. yep. Uh, and that track's supposed to be 20 minutes from my driveway. Wow, that's that's the goal. Yep. So we do a small drag and drive event to benefit a children's shelter here in town, and that was our plan. I think it was supposed to be this April. We were going to do Mocan and then that track and then back to Mocan, but that track's not open yet. So it needs to come on. So, you know, all the folks from 301, you know, Lewis, uh, Lewis, Wendy Martin, all those guys. Yep. They're, um, yep. Guys. Yep. Yep. They're, they're a big part of that uh, charity stuff. So, you know, they're so like, man, can we get up here? When, uh, when I hand grenaded the six liter in my Mustang was at the circuit event uh, a few years ago at Mocan. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, hey, uh, we're so glad you're there. That's that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Sleeper and Lewis, I think we're, we're two of the guys that helped push it on the trailer. That's even better. Man, they're good dudes. They really are. I, I, you know, I always look forward. I've got to go spend more time with them. I see them like three times a year. It's uh, Last year was race week and then, you know, drag and drive and the shootout and all that kind of stuff this year. So Right. I totally agree. Yep. I, yep. I love those guys. 301. Love them guys. Yep. Yep. I intend to have them on before we get on to race week because, or before we get there, I'm trying to stack as many of you veterans race week veterans on here as I can between now and then. 
So I, I just want people that are not familiar with what this really is, you know, cause I, I think there's, when you're on the page, the RMRWers page, you know, it, it's a typical Facebook. There's not as many folks on it, but I, I think sometimes people get in the mix of not understanding what is coming, what is actually going to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. So the big thing is trying to get people prepared. I mean, yeah, you just, I mean, you can, we've done it, just show up and try to run this event, but yeah, know, crazy. Well, and you know, a lot of times I think people are used to go, you know, I mean, there's not, there's not very many of us that, uh, haven't been to a racetrack before that are going to take off on this event, you know? So I think they kind of get it, but about day three, you can really see the people that are, were not prepared for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. They got big bags and they're like, Whoa, what are we doing? <laughs> Just zombies, you know, which is great. So, all right. So, uh, we've kind of covered projects. Uh, what, what about some past favorite builds of you and you and your dad? Oh man. Uh, so I've, pretty much been a Mustang guy for since I started driving. Um, I think my first Mustang I got sh was shortly after I turned 16. Uh, we played with that, you know, did pulleys, headers. Yep. Uh, I, the first time, it was an automatic car. It was an 88 AOD. And the, the first time we got it to go 1499, you know, you would have thought we went tens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we both lost it. Couldn't believe it. I mean, it was, it was so fast back then. <laughs> And then the progression of that, uh, we ended up with another Mustang. And then we ended up putting a uh, Paxton supercharger on it. It was 100% yeah. stock with a Navi 1000 blower. And it went like 1330s. <laughs> you were like, this is fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at that time when I had that car, I, I was the fastest, you know, kid at my high school. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was silly because... It wasn't fast, but <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just wonder what I would like to cruise through the high school parking lot now. I wonder if there's like some some fast stuff at the high school parking lot now. Well, there's you know? got to be uh, uh, David Max and his son with the their S10 they got. You know, he just graduated. Mm -hmm. and that thing's gnarly. <laughs> That's awesome. Imagine, you know. Turn, turn some kid loose. You know, we were happy with we 13s, you know. Like my buddy had a notch and I had a – a V8 swapped little S10 blazer and we raced all the time. Like I was, I had, I, I could beat him in the eighth, but he had me in the quarter, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And, uh, right. and so it was all, I mean, we raced every week, I think, you know, and those cars were, I mean, they, they were probably 13 second, you know, cars and we thought we were doing something. Man. So back, back then I had some buddies that had like IROC Camaros and one dude was real big into Monte Carlos and, here comes my little 13 second car just like scooting past them like I sit still. I mean, look like yep. I threw the anchor out, you know? Yep. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's You're now all those guys have Mustangs. Oh, hmm. see what you did? You did that. That was your fault. And, and then, of course, now I put the Chevrolet motor in my Mustang. <laughs> so I'm the bad guy again. No, nice. Well, hey, you're pushing the envelope. You're pushing the envelope. That's the idea. So, wh what about some uh, some other old stuff? So, you said your dad had the had a '46, right? When you're '46 Ford sedan. Yep. And then, uh, so so, what's some of the stuff that you guys had, you know, throughout the years? So we've had that. Uh, then when I turned, who was fifteen? Uh, I went and bought a 1950 F1 pickup. Uh, I still have it. It's yeah. Online. It's like the 10 year project thing. It's a 
big block Ford C6, you know, coil over oh. rear. Like, it's stupid how much money we put into it back then to never finish it now. <laughs> but then we started started drag racing. You were like, mm. <laughs> park that one over there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty cool when it's done. I just, you know, I like I like messing with the Mustangs. And, yeah, you know, so we did did his car for a while. I messed my truck for a little bit. And we got into Mustangs. Uh, I took a little bit of time off and rode Harleys for a little bit. Uh, dude, he's he bought a brand new Harley in 1980. He still has it. Oh, that's cool. You know, so we did that. Then, I mean, really, as far as my projects, it's always just Mustangs. I've had, <laughs> I think I've had like 14 of them. Dang, dude, that's a bunch. You should be like a red hat Mustang, Scotty. So that's actually funny. Uh, growing up from the time I was like 16 till uh, my parents moved a couple years ago, everybody knew our house because of the Mustangs that sat out front. Like, nice. oh, hey, it's house. And then, <laughs> you know, and people I didn't even know were like, yeah, you know, I know where you live. I can swing by later. I'm like, how do I live? <laughs> right. How do you know where I am? That's awesome. <laughs> Um, Dirty Panda here saying that he uh, he has an 84 or he had an 10 second 84 Celica GTS in high school. Nice. And then 815 LS Sex Fox is saying LS are meant for Fox bodies. Yes, they are. Yep. Yeah. It, it's like the perfect width. I mean, everything, you know. Dude. I mean, they came with a push rod V8. It just makes sense it would fit, you know. Dude, so that was the thing, too. So play with all these Mustangs, you know, the whole Ford stuff for years. Uh, I don't mind Ford motors. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're decent. But the problem for me was every time I heard it, it was always expensive and yep. I had to wait on parts or trying to find parts for it. it was just a pain in the butt. Yep. So then we, we just did that first LS swap on my, excuse me, the, the coupe I have now. And I mean, it, it's been downhill since then. That was like the greatest thing I've ever done. They're so easy to work on. Yep. You know, I can go to pick and pull on any random Saturday and pull three of them in an afternoon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a uh, it's amazing. So, uh, Dirty Panda says a stock Coyote and a gutted Fox will run a nine, but like, good luck fitting that thing in there easily. Right. You know. N- now, and- now I know they've got swap kits and they they get in there, and I've seen a couple Coyotes in them, and they look nice, but no thanks. So- I get asked that a lot too with the the LS Coyote thing back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, they always ask me, you know, hey, when, when are you gonna build another Ford? And I always say, when I can go to the junkyard and buy a Coyote for less than five hundred dollars. Yeah. The day I can do that, I will build a Coyote and I'll put it in something. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, here's the reality: the Coyote was going to be the future, like that dual overhead cam, super high efficiency type setup. I mean, like that motor works. It works well with boost. It works well, you know, stock cam cars are going super fast, but it's, it's just expensive. There's not a ton of like, you can't call Holly and for a thousand bucks have a complete setup to drop a Coyote in something. Yeah, that's Holly. Holly really needs to get on one of those Terminator kits or whatever to do the Coyote mm-hmm. stuff. I don't care what add-ons they got to do, but they need to make one of those packages. And I think yep. we'll, we'll see a lot more of those coming real soon. Yep. And then the uh, 
the trans that comes in, you know, that would come behind that in a pickup or something like that. They're great trans. I mean, you know, there's like a converter only car is going fast. You know, you can throw a converter in that trans and no, not worry about anything. The NMRA coyote stock stuff. Mm-hmm. Those guys are flying. And I mean, they're, you know, stock sealed units with a sealed, you know, ECU. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Um, so see David, David Maxon says red hat Keaton Maxon was pretty much the only kid at GVHS. I guess that's his high school. school. Oh, uh, with a fast, cool car. (laughs) It's already tore apart, getting ready for race week next year. Nice. Oh, I'm that, sure, I'm sure when they, they took theirs out, I'm sure they were first timers uh, for 1.0 this year. And I'm sure they probably learned a couple things. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can, I can't wait. We added a turbo and nitrous to the cart, hoping for some 13 second passes uh, for 2.0 this year. Nice. So, yeah. And just more in your face type stuff. That's going to be exciting to see. I'm going to have to be up there on the starting line for that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. We've got the the nitrous is really like a purge kit, basically. I mean, it's really set in front of the turbo to spray into the turbo. So at night when the air cools down, it's going to look awesome. Right. And my my hope is that being on the button uh, when I move into second gear for burnouts, it'll let it just keep going instead of lugging so bad. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's about burnouts. That's all that car is good for. It's not going to be fast. <laughs> oh, no, I bet I bet that thing's a blast making a pass though. Oh, it's awesome! Just waving at people. You got all the time in the world. It's like fourteen, se- you know, fourteen eight is our best pass ever. And you just wave at people going down there. Like ah, this car's boring to watch. So I, I, you know, always trying to do big burnouts for everybody. So right, that's what it's about, really. Yep, yep. Burnouts and dumb stuff, you know. So hopefully this year we can with the purge and you know all that kind of stuff. It'll be it'll be a good time. All right, let's get into some drag stuff, uh, drag and drive events, because that's what uh, obviously Rocky Mountain Race Week is. So you've been on a bunch, but my my question is, so so kind of tell folks uh, what you've been on. I've got to get a beer. Uh, what you've been on, and then um, your favorite one so far. Oh, so we started all this stuff um, twenty fourteen. We showed up to Tulsa to watch, and it really kicked the ball off for us uh, on, you know, how the event works, what's going on, the people and everything. We ended up hanging around, you know, way late in the day, later in the day, and we ended up leaving, and we followed a couple local friends of ours, uh, my buddy Chris Penny and Jay Wolf, when they had the 93 Cobra out there that year. And thanks to those two guys, I learned a ton on what to do and what not to do. Uh, Number one, don't put a five-gallon fuel cell in your car and expect (laughs) to drive very far. Hey, that's the truth right there. Oh, my golly. We pulled over so many times. Then also, there was an issue with the fan and back and forth. I'm trying to figure out how to make that work, pull the hood off, stop, all kinds. It took how long did it take us to get from Tulsa to Topeka that time, dude? Four o'clock till seven o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the afternoon to seven a.m. Tulsa to Topeka. That's like a four and a half hour, five hour trip, right? <laughs> Typically, yeah. if if you were in a regular car. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Brutal. One thing that was hard for me to get used to was the like fifty to sixty mile range a lot of the cars had. 
I was like, oh my God, we're stopping again. We but it was stopped, perfect. We stopped every 40 minutes, 40, 40 miles, 40 miles, 40 miles. Every 40 miles we stopped. <laughs> we would literally be driving up the road and the car would run out of gas. So we wouldn't even pull over. We would just put gas in because there's nobody around. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> take off running again. Yep. So that's that crazy. Was, that was 14. So we learned a lot then. Then we got the, uh, you know, the great idea to try it ourselves in 2015. Uh, so this is when, this was when my, you know, the uh, race week car that everybody knows me for now. This is when it started, 2015. Uh, we did a complete stock 5.3. Nice. Cam, exhaust manifolds. Uh, it was on a car intake, uh, stock glide, stock converter. And we got the car done like two days before we were supposed to leave. Um, I, I, I was cutting the ends of lug nuts off at like two in the morning in front of my house so I could make sure my, my uh, slicks would fit on the car. Oh, my gosh. Then so I had to, I had to, I had enough uh, PTO or vacation at work for for the week minus one hour. Oh, I had to wake up at five a.m. and go into work until six. Oh, so I I wouldn't get docked. Oh, and so I get back home from work. We got everything loaded. And we go to leave, and this this is probably my favorite picture ever of any of these events is when we're leaving is because I'm sitting in the car in the driver's seat and I'm like, just ready to pass out, you know, doing the selfie and dude's over here and he has the biggest grin on his face. Like he is just loving life. Yes. It was like the polar opposite. That's awesome. That's probably my favorite picture. That's awesome. And so we, we left and I, no joke had 30 miles on the car. <laughs> and we're driving from you know right outside kansas city to st mm -hmm. louis and it's roughly four hours over there uh pulling yeah yeah we we're pulling one of those big huge u-haul trailers nice yeah the, the four by eight trailer that's like a square that's made to haul couches yeah yeah <laughs> and so that was that's how we started and we Rolled in, it was funny too. So, like I said, to say we just put it together, have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, uh, my buddy Just Tune out here, he tuned it uh, in a parking lot. He didn't even drive the car. Nice, just wheeled up. He's like, "Hey, yeah, throw this in, go." Yeah, so he tuned it, and he told me he's like, "Yeah, go drive around. You know, call me back in a day or two, and we'll look at it again." <laughs> a day or two? Yeah, I'm out, bro. Before drag week? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't happen. Mm -mm. So we, we left and we left on this tune and at the time it was on a stock computer and we made it to St. Louis. Everything was good. Uh, we get teched in, get our banner and everything was great uh, until we started the car and started smoking. Oh no. So made it to the hotel and luckily it was just valve cover gasket. Uh, something happened. It's totally silly. But of course, you know, we're freaking out. We're four hours from home with a car that we drove <laughs> Yep. first time doing it so then we we actually finished we started and finished uh the car ran like low 13s all week which i was super impressed by yeah and 
so we finished that one. Then now, so here's the kicker. Now down there at the bottom, guys, it does say six time. 2016, the car did not make it to registration. We tried. We were going to uh, Ohio, Columbus. Columbus, Ohio that year. And we made it to St. right outside St. Louis and it ate a tranny. We were driving. Nice. So we got another in front of ours back here. He came up with his truck and trailer. And then we actually had to call my mom to get the dude's truck to get the little trailer. Nice. So they came rec- rescued us. Now, this is the part, this is dedication. I mean, this is to show that I'm about these events. We waited the almost four hours for them to show up to get us. We made it back to my house, unloaded the the, the truck and the trailer. The dude went and unloaded the little trailer and got his focus. Yes. And we, what time did we leave here? One o'clock in the morning. We left right outside Kansas City at 1 a.m. And we made it to registration with like 45 minutes to spare. That's awesome. Oh, oh, correction. The dude says 15 minutes to spare. That's awesome. So then we, I went ahead and gave up my spot. We didn't, you know, we weren't going to race the focus. But we followed the entire thing. We stuck to the route 110%. And we showed up every day and we were there from the moment the track opened till the last guy made a pass because we promised each other that we were going to do it for everybody else. Yep. Well, and like, like, here's the thing, like you already have the time off. Like why not go, you know, like you go sit at home and pout or you go like, go do something, you know? And it was great. And and that year, man, we, we met a ton of great people. Uh, And I don't, I don't think Vinny hasn't done a Rocky mountain uh but so so this is my drag week days don't judge me guys uh we 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 met a ton of people man a real good friend of mine now uh vinnie barbone at a i believe he's out of salem ohio he's got the sam squatch the uh, little geo tracker nice and so we we met him and that was the first year with him having that thing out and uh the australians we met them oh do we meet them on 15 that was 15 yeah uh so harry Haig and those guys with the aussie chevelle oh yeah yeah yeah. yep if you ever get the chance to hang around them please do because they are (laughs) the most fun you could ever be around that's awesome those dudes just go different man they just have a whole different aspect on life i love it Dude, so when we met them in 15, and so we'll, we'll kind of bounce a little bit, you know, a little bit there, Narcs, because I, so many stories, they just run back and forth. I, I'm in. But so, oh, my guy's got Miller Lite. Hey. Hey, that's the best beer ever. And uh, sweet, sweetpatina.com's keeping us cold today. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. them. It's a mag- magnetic koozie. It's the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how, but. Miller Lite is fresher in the sweet patina koozie. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it. Anyways. So, the Australians, man, these guys, we, we go to take out of the track. And if you've ever read any directions, I don't care if you're doing drag week, race week, uh, the summit drag one, <laughs> I, I'm probably your guys' series, the directions. Yep. Suck. Terrible. Yes. Terrible. No, and no yes. anybody that writes them. No, listen, listen, I've written them. And I, all right, 
here's a funny story. I'm just going to derail this one second. Yeah, uh, I literally mess. I, I was leading a convoy of 10 cars, somehow screwed up my own directions. I had written and driven the route and screwed it up. So yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, man, you know, yep. So it was great. So we, we pull out and we're, we pulled over and we're trying to read it. And me and me and dude, we're going back and forth, you know, we're like, what do we do? You know, what turn where, and here comes a Chevelle behind us. And at this point it was when it was stock, you know, it was running like 14s or something, 15s, you know? And so they roll up and, uh, I hop out of the car, Harry gets out and he's like, I might, you know, <laughs> <laughs> then the passenger door opens and all of a sudden there is an entire case of Corona bottles that roll out of the car. And I don't mean the box. <laughs> like just like literally bottles. Nice. And so uh, uh, Pyro <laughs> and Brett Ford get out and they're like, hey, Mike, you know, like, where, where we go? I'm like, I have no idea, man. They're like, I would, you know, we ain't got GPS. We, you know, we don't know what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> us either. Let's roll. <laughs> Neither one of us had gas gauges. You know, oh yeah, which that'll play into later. So on the the RMRW's page, you know, you guys seen we can laugh at how many times I ran out of gas. Nice, uh, multiple times during the week. Uh, was that fifteen? We did that. Yeah, that was. So once again, so, so the so the question is, do you at least have an odometer so you can kind of gauge how far you've driven? Cell phone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hang up. You, yeah. You can't, you can never use your cell phone because like you're texting, you're driving, you're driving, you're, you know, answering messages, looking at Facebook, taking pictures of cars. So yeah, that's like the dude, I have to get the dude in on the camera here in a minute too. Cause he's yeah. next to me. I don't go anywhere without the dude. We're that's awesome. You know, all the time. If you see me, you see him. That's cool. Uh, he, he's a little camera shy apparently. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he pointed out this guy has roadmaps 24 seven. Uh, he always buys a brand new Atlas every year just so we have something if phones <laughs> die or anything else. But so with the nice, the navigation, he got really good at figuring out gas mileage. You know, he's like, you know, I literally say, Hey, how we doing? He, uh, you know, we got 10 miles, we got 20 miles, whatever. We always know. And so 15, this is, one of my top five favorite stories of running out of gas. So if you've ever been to St. Louis, uh, one of the real nice places to stay would be Collinsville, Illinois. Uh, there's lines of hotels. There's like three of them just right off the deal. And that's where everybody was staying. So we're rolling through. It's late in the day. The last day we made it back to St. Louis. And I'm like, hey, dude, how are we doing on gas? He's like, right, we can make it the hotel. I'm like, all right, that's all I need to know. So we roll in to St. Louis and we hit the hill coming down where the hotels are and turn left to go to the hotel. Right? Nope, we did not because everybody was lined up, lawn chairs. Oh. And so I look at him, he looks at me, he goes, just roll on through there, man. Everybody's clapping, cheering. Yeah, you made it. You know, we're like, hey. We make it around the corner out of eyesight from everybody. 
and ran out of gas. Oh, damn. We can literally see the hotel. <laughs> and we ran out. Luckily, I can look around and nobody can see us. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and he, I, I looked over at him. He looks at me. He goes, we would have made it to the hotel. Yeah, if we hadn't been cruising by, revving up, waving at people. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So you guys did 1.0 this year, right? No. So no. 1.0 this year. Um, my daughter's birthday is June 15th. Uh, my nine-year-old McKenna. Yep. Uh, hi McKenna. I know you're going to want to see this later. I love you, Betty. <laughs> and so <laughs> we didn't do it because of her birthday. We we've left town on her birthday before she came uh, a couple days uh, when we did it a few years ago. And then I told her this year that I wasn't going to do it. I'll, I'll be there for your birthday. We're going to do something, you know, especially, you know, the whole 2020, you know, Oh yeah. All yep. that Kid, so kids we, being home. Yep. Yep. So what we ended up doing for 1.0 was we actually went to day one. Oh, you cool. Know, I, like I said, I love this event. I love everybody that does it. And mm -hmm. so we went to support. And everybody was glad to see me, but they were also kind of upset that I didn't have the car. Yeah. So, so here, crazy story. The cart has been flawless. Every time I've ever asked it to start, it started, right? Okay. Two days before 1.0, like we weren't going, but I was going to do the same thing. Like day one, it's because we didn't make it to Great Bend for 2.0 last year because we were saving Stone Cypher. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Great Bend so I can at least see it. Right. Um, and hang out with everybody and all that kind of stuff. Like two or three days before the car dies in my driveway, like turns off, will not start back. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Two hours later starts back. I'm like, okay, no problem. So that was Thursday, Friday. It, it was kind of hit or miss. It's bumbling at a stoplight and kind of things like that. And I have two fuel pumps in it. So I was like, okay, maybe the secondary pump is taking a shit. Nope. It was the number one pump. And apparently in a grand marquee, if your uh, primary fuel pump is not pumping, it won't do anything. So I'm like working on it, trying to figure out I'm changing relays and everything. Uh, ended up Friday night to like two o'clock in the morning, working on it, trying to get, and I got it to where I could start it about one every 10 times. And I was like, man, I just can't take the chance because once I started it, it was running on the second pump. It was fine. But like, I was like, man, I can't take that chance and be, you know, Great Bend is like six hours from me. I was like, I can't be halfway to Great Bend and call the wife and be like, come save me, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So ended up not going, figured it out like Saturday morning at 10 a.m. It was the plug for the uh, primary pump was not all the way. It was, it had like worked itself out and the piece had like, uh, I don't know worked itself down so it wouldn't sit down. So I hot glued that some bitch together and it's, <laughs> it's zip ties. It's good to go now, but now, so actually yeah. let's, let's touch on that, man. So yeah. let's talk about the narcs cart. Cause that thing's cool. Oh, Hey, listen, if, um, everybody needs to build a car, they don't care about at some point in their life. <laughs> That's my Gregory car. Yeah, right. Like I just beat on that car all the time, started up, put it on the limiter, right? I mean, like fuel oil pressure. What are you talking about? Oil pressure. Just, you know, see if we can get a flame out of the turbo. Um, 
So anyways, so, you know, we have a YouTube channel, which uh, a lot of folks are on. We certainly appreciate all of our followers and, uh, and everybody that comments and likes videos. Love you guys. Um, like this one, if you haven't yet, <laughs> you got to jab that in there. Um, so I want, I, really the cart started because I wanted something dumb, right? Okay. But we wanted to do a giveaway car because I thought it would be fun if I could build something, build a lot of content around it and then give it to somebody to enjoy. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I also have never built roll cages. My brother's built several. He's good at that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm like, well, if I'm going to learn to bend tube and stuff, I might as well do it on this dumb car. So, you know, it had to be full frame car. It had to be V8 and it had to be rear wheel drive. Well, it leaves you with a Caprice or a Grand Marquis. And so that's, that's what we ended up with. Um, I bought it from an 80 year old man that had never, ever smoked in it. He was a second owner from like 30,000 miles. It had 93 on it when we bought it. And we drove it home and cut the roof off of it. I mean, it was great. So he, he almost cried when we told him what we were going to do with it. But right. It's it's the best nine hundred dollars I've ever spent. Right. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. And so we've got like Cobra injectors on it, like a GT45 turbo. And it's funny, um, if you've ever been under one of those cars, there's no way to flip because um, this is another reason the LS is far superior to the Ford stuff. Uh, you can take a manifold and just go bloop, and now suddenly you have a, a turbo setup, you know? Yeah. Um, there, there's all kinds of stuff in the way when you do the 4.6. Well, right? well, you can't. Like the bolt holes are different. So you can't oh, like just flip a manifold. Really? Okay. So yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I didn't either when I went into the turbo <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. I thought, man, surely everybody's smart. You know, they all did this. Nope. Stupid motherfuckers. So... <laughs> <laughs> the exhaust, it, I guarantee you, it's 18 feet long. It comes out of the header, out of the head, down through catalytic converters to a factory Y pipe that's two inches. The exhaust is two inches. And then 180s, like instantly goes from two inch to two and a half, because that's what I had, uh, into a 180 all the way. And this is like it 180s on the passenger side because I only had a 45 degree pipe. Uh, to make the bend over to the turbo. So it 180s all the way back up past the front suspension, 45 degrees, and then a 90 up into the turbo. Literally no boost till about halfway through second gear. So, yeah. Oh, man, when I when I catch up with you here soon. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm dude. Climbing under that thing and I'm checking it out. It, it's, it's really going to blow your mind, the shittiness of the, the way it works. But again, you're driving down the road. There's a GT 45 turbo. That's like literally at the radiator up top with a, you know, stack on it, tractor flaps. Kids love it. You know what I mean? We, we pass them. What's great is like, if someone is passing you, you know, like this and they're coming up on you and you see the kids in the back window, they're like, Oh my God, they're up against the glass. Oh, this is so cool. And then they see the turbo, they see the nitrous bottle in the back seat first. And then they see the turbo and they're like, that's the coolest car I've ever seen in my entire life. So, and that's the whole goal. And so literally um, I'm building the trailer for it for race week. Uh, and we're just going to do trailer burnouts everywhere. I'm bringing four tires. So we're just going to annihilate tires everywhere. So I support yeah. this message. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So dirty Panda says it's such an awesome car. What's funny is like, 
you know, I needed to learn to bend tube. Like, and so I had these wild ideas of like, okay, I want to come down and are you doing 2.0? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you, you'll get a chance to look at, it. but like the rear seats, my daughters wanted to, they're like, we want bars back here. You know, we, we want something back here. Cool looking. And so I started like mapping out how this bar was going to have to go. And there's like six bins in the one bar that is, so it's not one bar anymore. I had to cut chunks out of it so it would fit. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. You'll have a good time. You'll laugh. Don't look too close at the welds. All the good welds, my brother did. All the bad welds, I did. Hey, I, you know, if you want to go back and forth on welds, man, come look at my turbo kit, you know. Yep. It's, it, that's the one part about my car. Um, so when I did the turbo kit, I kind of just started learning to weld. Like I'd welded mm -hmm. a little bit before, but never built anything. And so I've got some pretty questionable things on my turbo kit. Uh, the one bend off my header is literally like. Oh, yeah. It's pretty tight. It <laughs> but hey, it works. I mean, I've been 10, yep. 20s on it. So. Well, and that's what I, so it's funny and we're going to dive off a little bit here for a second, but you know, everybody, uh, like we built the hot side well and cold side for my old truck, which is, you know, the four, eight and stuff like that. And guys will look at it at shows or cruise days or what, like you know, I went to a small cars and coffee, 20 cars the other day, as I'm coming up on it, I like just lay this like 150 foot you know, burnout in second gear limiter, all this shit, you know, and I pull in the parking lot and it's smoke. Like, dude, it's a 220,000 mile motor that's seen 20 plus pounds of boost a whole bunch. So it's smoking. This old guy comes up, this super clean Camaro. And he's like, he's like, man, you were smoking a little bit there. I was like, well, fuck yeah, dude's a big ass cam and wore out engine. What do you think is going to happen? You know what I mean? And so when I left, I left him a bigger, longer one, you know, just cause like, like, and the young guys were like, dude, this thing is badass. I'm like, yeah, I built it. Like, people can build shit like this if you don't care what people think. Dude, it's, exactly. That's the best point we can touch on the whole podcast right now. <laughs> I tell everybody, man, just build something. Yeah. It, uh, uh, Mr. Freiberger himself, you know, he says it doesn't have to be right. It just has to work. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not that's, right. Just running. Yeah, dude. Yep. And that's, that's the key is... It doesn't never everybody don't get caught up in what someone else has to say, man. If yep. you built it and you have fun, you won. Well, so it, I will hit on this for just a second, but <laughs> a buddy of mine spends all the money on all the right parts, all the stuff, building the car, right? The first time, all this shit, that car is like a three year build. Dude, I've been beating the hell out of mine for two years. Like bro. Finish that some bits. Let's go do some burnouts. <laughs> so exactly. So that's that's why we have the race week Mustang. We have is I, you know, my my black car. I spent a bunch of money and bought a bunch of nice parts. Did it right, you know this that. But it got to the point for us where it wasn't fun. Yeah. Because anytime you heard something, it was expensive. It was a month out. You know this and that. So when we built this car. We pretty much didn't care. Yeah, we just wanted to build something to go have fun in, and yeah. we've had a blast just yeah. bombing around towns, hitting <laughs> tracks. I mean, I'll I take this thing to any event. I mean, yeah. I I went to the uh, Outlaw Armageddon, you know, the largest no prep, you know, deal. <laughs> yeah, I went I went two rounds, 
In my That's time. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, literally, I, I had tons of people coming over like, oh, you know, hey, I got something similar to this and that. And I'm like, dude, where is it? Let's go check it out. And they're like, well, it's, it's in my garage. Yeah. Oh, I didn't bring it. What? What are you oh, talking about? Bring it out, dude. If you go out first round, you just get to drink beer earlier. Yeah. So we had uh, a buddy of mine from Northeast Arkansas, tons of street racing done over there too by Memphis, you know, all that stuff. And uh, so he was like, man, let's enter your truck in like daily driver class. He's like, you're going to lose, but we'll be down in the middle of everybody. He's like, you'll be like in the pits, you know? I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. So I think we're doing outlaw again, uh, or not again, but I think we're going to do outlaw Armageddon. So that was the whole reason that we took the car. Um, <laughs> yeah. We went, we went a couple of years ago just to watch. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool. I love that event. If you guys are into no prep uh, stuff, go down there. There's a ton of cars, tons of action, so much fun. Uh, and I have to touch on the dollar bets in a minute too. Uh, so, <laughs> being down there in the pits among all those people i mean great people all the way around and being in the middle of it is worth the price of admission yeah now so with that too the dollar bet thing i love doing this at outlaw armageddon is there's so many people on the starting line you can't see the cars so you know <laughs> If me and you are sitting on the hill, I'm like, hey, Narch, man, pick a lane, pick a lane, throw a dollar. <laughs> you have no idea who's coming up. Oh, nice. And so we'll sit there and we'll trade dollar bills all night long. And we'll just sit there and laugh, have fun, make fun of each other. You know, oh, I got you on that one. You know, and then you Nice. I'm in. I, I, I'm in on some dollar bets. That's like, that's like pitching quarters, like, right? That's like, oh, dude, the dollar just... bets is the, so it's funny. So I, there was a bunch of guys one year we were down there, and they were betting, you know, 10, 20, 40 bucks on races. And so I'm uh, like, hey, man, I'm like, shoot me a dollar on the left lane. He goes, well, you don't know who that is. I go, yeah, you don't know who's the right lane. <laughs> so he ended up betting against himself numerous times. By the end of the night, he was just had every dollar bill in his wallet, you know, and that was that ended up being the deal. It was so much fun. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. So, oh God, where were we? We were talking about race week, and then we said, <laughs> I knew you were going to be like this. I knew it. I knew we were going to like squirrel some shit here. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, that's me, dude. I, lo I, I love talking about racing. I love doing the yep. stuff. I love getting with good company and just having a blast. So I think if we if we want to get back on track, okay, uh, we did the the we did 15 and we touched on 16 where we took the focus, yep. met a bunch of people, then 17, if we want to get back into it. So yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Uh Drag Week 2017, we originally had a 5.3 nitrous setup and then this was right when the nitrous explosion nitrous shortage happened mm. and i i bought a nitrous kit from nitrous outlet uh they were with us you know their rocky mountain sponsor uh dave yep. Baxter, awesome dude super cool guy love his products but we had a shortage dave i'm sorry i went turbo <laughs> uh please don't hate me <laughs> So we ended up building uh, a six liter. Uh, it was a stock bottom in six liter, uh, the VS racing 7875. And we had the sloppy stage two cam in it. Uh, got it running and we took out for 17 and <laughs> we, we made it, we got registered. And then the first pass 
my boost controller just went completely psycho on me. <laughs> and that thing like overboosted super bad. Luckily, uh, uh, just tune the guy that was tuning the car. He was smart enough to like have all the safety set up. Mm, so, nice. You know, I'd seen the boost and it hit hard. I got out of it and, you know, made the pass. I get back and I'm looking at everything. I cannot figure it out for the life of me. Uh, not for sure what happened. So I was like, all right, we're here. We're still going to run. Yeah. I just turned the boost controller off, just ran on gate. And we made it through. Uh, I don't think that was, that was the year that the muffler fell off. Yeah. It, it, it actually, it didn't fall off. Let me, let me correct real quick, <laughs> but it came really, really close. And uh, actually there's, there's a picture of that. Oh no, that was later in the week before. So we made the first day and then the first drive we noticed. So we got smart after 16, we put a transmission tip gauge. Oh yeah. Which I recommend guys definitely, definitely, definitely put a transmission tip gauge in your car. If you have any other gauge, just that one. You mean, so, so the only gauge I have in the old truck is a boost gauge. <laughs> get it, get a transmission gauge. Yep. That's the next one then. All right. So, so what ended up happening, I had a fan on a train cooler underneath the spare tire well. I brought a fuel cell in the car. And so that was back there. Well, the exhaust ran all the way down. And we were thinking that the hot exhaust was blowing up into the train cooler. Well, it, it, it never actually got like nuclear hot, but it would never settle. It just kept rising. So we pulled over in a, was a Farm King, Farm King parking lot. And I had bought a training cooler and I had enough A in line. So now my car has two training coolers, one in the front, one in the rear. <laughs> nice. And then uh, actually uh, PJ Nadu, man, our Canadian guys, uh, he's got a good picture of me driving by with the exhaust hanging on the trailer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so awesome. We did that. Uh, another one of the good roadside repairs. Um was when we pulled over in O'Reilly's parking lot and there was a few guys, um, the, uh, uh, you know, grandpa with the, uh, the Buick or not the Buick, the, uh, the wagon, Falcon wagon, uh, grandpa Ross and Addie, uh, they were in there. Dan Roberts with, when he had his Malibu was in there. So we pulled in talking to everybody, uh, Jeremy Scallion with the uh, Nardo gray Camaro was up there. We pulled in. I'm talking to everybody and i looked at the dude i'm like hey man like i got something i gotta fix you know he's like, well, what's that we don't have rear speakers <laughs> so i went i went into the o'reilly's there and bought the cheapest speakers they had and i wired them up nice and uh so then when that happened too this was cool so then 17 that was when uh mr finnegan had blasphemy out mm. and he's just bombing right in front of O'Reilly's, and he just locks him up makes a hard ass u-turn and pulls in and he's hanging out with us and we're telling him about the car and he's like what are you working on back here I'm like dude i need speakers <laughs> you he's like oh yeah he's he's a good dude like what's crazy about those guys him and david newburn and uh uh mike cotton like you can tell like fame just happened to them. They would be those dudes 
if they weren't famous. Dude, he is that dude. He is so yeah. down to earth, so cool. Yep. Like when you see him on TV, he's that guy in person. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, it's really neat. So uh, his folks owned a gas station that's like outside of town here, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so um, what's funny is like my grandmother lives just past that gas station, right? So like literally we were in there a bunch as like adults. And then, you know, my younger cousins were in there a ton of times while uh, his parents owned it. So it's pretty cool, you know, like... And so now obviously it's changed hands and I, I need to get back out there and do some like really big burnouts. But my brother had a motorcycle wreck right in front of it while it was Finnegan's. So yeah, he just broke his wrist. It was fine. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey. Yeah. He was on my motorcycle, the fucker, <laughs> but Hey, it worked out. It worked right. out. Should have kept that bike. Uh, anyways. So, so which speaking on the, the speakers and the music thing, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a huge music guy too. Uh, I mean, I listened to all kinds of stuff yep. and actually I made sure, you know, got the Hey, there you go. Out. So, yeah. uh, you guys will notice if you see me out nine times out of 10, if I'm at a car event, I have a music shirt on. If we go to a concert, I have a car shirt on. <laughs> nice. Like my, own, my own weird superstitional thing, you know? Yep. Well, like, you know, here's the thing. Like if you're going to a concert, you either have to wear that band shirt like or you've got to wear like something completely off the wall see so like if i go to a show i'll never wear that band shirt to the show <laughs> nice. I'll wear, I, you know i may i may wear like uh somebody they've toured with in the past or something else but I, oh it's like a weird thing for me like i'll never nice wear that band shirt uh, well, hey sure but yeah yeah well you gotta have that for later <laughs> yeah yeah right you're going to have that tote of shirts. Like when you're 60, you'll be like, Oh my God, look at this thing. And it'll be well, brand. I, I mean, that's now dude. My yeah. wife hates how many shirts I have. <laughs> yep. L let me guess. Uh, they're all black or dark gray. Uh, yeah. 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 It's real easy. I have gray shorts that I wear every day and a black car t-shirt. That's what I wear to work every day. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I, so. I wear blue jeans and you know, whatever black shirt I have. <laughs> Yep. Actually, today though, I did. I went outside black and I had on the uh, new give him a little plug the Motion Raceworks blue Back to the Future shirt. Ooh, yeah. hmm. I may have to pick up some of those. That's they awesome. Some cool shirts, man. Uh, yeah, and them guys at Motion, they've got some cool stuff. Yep, yeah, they are awesome. So, we were at Cletus and Cars, and Doug like recognized me from the cart, and my brother was like, Wow, I was like, That was pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, it, that man, see that Doug, Andy, you know, uh, Garrett, all them guys, man, mm -hmm. super awesome dudes. And yep. dude, I was, I was super happy for Garrett when he bought into that. Yeah. Dude, that was super cool. Yep. I, I'm really excited to see, um, you know, cause like Garrett is very, very smart, like his social media and his, uh, you know, his business, all his brain power that goes into that stuff is really good. Like he wouldn't be where he was if he was just some dude <clears throat> doing dumb stuff. I mean, or I'd be famous, you know, right. <laughs> but he, uh, he's got it figured out and that's a huge plus. That's a, uh, that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, you were drag week 2017. 
You're putting speakers in Mike Finnegan before I uh, completely off rail this here. Sorry. Can you imagine all the people listening to us right now and just the, the oddball curves we keep going on? Uh, dude, I hope they're having beers too. <laughs> I hope they are too, man. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Man, you guys uh, go ahead and take a sip, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, just wait with us. Yeah. Just wait until we get in person together and we're doing this <laughs> <laughs> right at, at 1130 at night. Doing a nice good old live stream side by side. Oh yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, I, I'm going to go live all the time uh, on race week this year. So, <laughs> all right. So for everybody yeah, listening, we'll come back to the story. Yeah. Before we shoot off again. Yeah. Squirrel. So we, we get the speakers in the car in 17, and we're cruising, and uh, we, you know, for the most part, I think that was pretty, pretty chill that year. Nothing major. Uh, happen. Uh, we did so. We made it back to Cordova. I want to say that's we started to finish Cordova. So you do some of these things; they run together. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we'll have to touch on that too. So, so we made it back to Cordova, and I had been playing with the boost controller off and on during the week, and we found an E85 station. So I put E85 in the car. And I was kind of playing the boost controller. I kind of figured it out. And we made the best pass the card ran at that time, uh, a 1054. And so it, we picked up like six seconds or six, six tenths, rather. Excuse me. And <laughs> it, like everybody was like, did, did the clock mess up? Like what happened? That card ran like 11 teams all week. And so we were super <laughs> static for that. Yeah. That, dude, that's a huge gain. Dude, it was, I mean, for no more than what I did, you know, just putting the 85 and turning up some timing. I yeah. think the boost, the boost stayed fairly level because the boost controller was all whacked out. But, yeah, but that, so the dude made mention of Cordova. So I work at O'Reilly's part-time and we stopped. That was when we bought the training cooler that we put in the Farm King parking lot. First, first, day. first day. And we went into this o'reilly's and apparently they had no idea that this event was rolling through their little town what they got hammered <laughs> so i went in there and i got my training cooler and i'm watching these two guys work and they are just getting it you know broke off in them i mean it was terrible <laughs> yeah and so i ended up helping these like i got behind the counter it was yes. like, okay, yeah, you need that. And I would, okay, aisle two, three quarters of the way down, left-hand side. <laughs> That's awesome. For like almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. That's really cool. That's awesome. So a, a buddy of mine runs the O'Reilly down the street. So, yeah, I, I do those guys. Anymore, we walk in, especially my little brother, he'll walk in and he'll be like, uh, and they'll just turn the computer around. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you're looking for. That's that's usually my lead off when I walk into O'Reilly's that's not mine. Is I'm like, hey man, I work at the store, you know, over here. You know, can I just see that? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they're super cool and they're like, Yeah, bro. And I'm like just whacking away on the computer and they're like, How? I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> you're like, Yep. You can work here. Like, how do you not know this? Yep. They're like, well, we're used to ordering, you know, alternators for 2005 Dodge Grand Caravans. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was funny, too. So this this old farmer comes in. He's looking for a part for a tractor, like an eight-in tractor. 
Oh, the, shit. The two guys behind the counter are, are like looking at each other like, man, what the hell is that? So I, I just, you know, hey, I get on there and I look up, you know, I think I looked up like a 64 Ford Falcon and found the part that he needed. And he took it out of the box and looked at it and he's like, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> You're like, it was an educated guess, but uh, pretty close to right. <laughs> I spent a little bit of time behind that computer. I I figured out a lot of stuff on, you know, what you can mix and match, I guess. Yep. Well, and I mean, dude, like that, that's what made Ford Ford, all the interchangeability, you know, all the same parts, you know, starter solenoids, all that kind of stuff. Dude, so the whole Ford thing, like, like Ford would have little runs, like a few years of stuff, but they would end up changing it so much. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's what I love about the Chevrolets in general. Yeah. You're, you know, old small block Chevy was the same, you know, for, almost what 30 years oh yeah for sure well probably more than that i mean until you know so yeah because like vortex heads is really what changed the intake compatibility you know or, or just being able to swap heads so right. yeah yeah and then i mean hell now ls stuff god dang dude exactly with the the uh coming in of the ls motor i mean you know your water pumps are all compatible. You know, your yeah. four, eight, five, three, five, seven, six, oh, six, two. It's all, yep. you can make it all work. Yep. As long as you have the right balancer. Well, and the, the good thing about the LS stuff is like, especially like, like what you're in right now, where you have a few project cars, you have a few parts, you have, you end up with like, like I've got a rack of intake manifolds, a rack of injectors, racks of exhaust manifold, you know I mean? Oil pans, you just end up with all this kind of stuff and it's all swappable and heads. I mean, we got heads too, but. Oh my God. I think I just short count on heads. I think I have like 10 pairs of cylinder heads. That's awesome. I've got five short blocks. Yep. Uh, and then, I mean, who knows how many other, I've got oil pans. Yep. I've got so many LS stuff right now. I mean, literally, and a bunch of people that are from my area, they know if they need an LS part, some random piece or whatever, they can call me. Yep. I probably have it. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly right. All right. So, uh, did you do an event in 18? So, yes, we did do, let's see, 18 was, was that, that was, that was the Rocky Mountain one. That was, yeah. So, in 18 was the, Rocky Mountain, un-Rocky Mountain, where we were in the Midwest. <laughs> yep. And so, can you flip on that overhead real quick? Overhead what? No red light. I don't know. It's great to have the dude around. He helps yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my, he, wife, my wife, my wife, I'll go, I walk to the refrigerator. She's like, I would have got you a beer. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll remember that. Now, now you can there we go. Better. Hey, turn it off. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can actually see my my hats I got back here, man. I yeah. Got to display those guys. Yeah, man. That's awesome. So, eighteen. That was when we went through the Midwest on that one. Um. That one was that one was fun. That that actually tried me pretty hard over a bunch of small, dumb stuff. We built the trailer and it had been flawless the year before. I mean, it was legit. I mean, it was perfect. And then we changed a few things on it and that trailer beat the crap out of us. 
I mean, I can't even tell you how many times that we had to fix or do something to the trailer. Dang, that's crazy. And so then we had those issues. Uh, then we were coming back from Topeka, Kansas, and my mom, my sister, my daughters, and everybody else, they met us in a little small town not too far from where we are, uh, Harrisonville. And we unloaded stuff out of our trailer. <laughs> Get because this out of here. Just beat us to death. And it was so stupid. Um, then we left. Uh, yeah, that was before we figured out the spring spacers. Well, I touched on that, too, because that's a major saver. Um, the uh, I changed the, the lower control arms before we left. And that was a bad idea. It's terrible. <laughs> and we had way too much weight in the trailer which we didn't because we did just fine the year before with the same stuff. Um, then, so that, that deal happened and we made it right outside Springfield and we're cruising and I'm watching my gauges and everything. And it started running funny and acting a little weird. The, uh, pulled over. Wastegate fell off. <laughs> just fell off. It's like, Nope. Uh, yeah, it, it just said no more. Nice. Luckily, the vacuum line held it in place, and it it was dangling. It never hit the ground, but it was dangling. <laughs> and we pulled over, and we had a couple guys that were rolling with us, and we found a Mountain Dew can in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Put it up with my pocket knife, and we <laughs> like basically kind of sealed the open hole in the turbo kit. <laughs> And I mean, this was late. This was probably midnight, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And we're still probably 45 minutes from our hotel. Oh, nice. So we rolled in and I'm driving and I'm uh, trying to get a hold of Blake Hughes at 417 Motorsports. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were, they were going to have an open house and feed everybody the next day. So I'm like, Hey, Blake. Uh, (laughs) I yeah. need some help. <laughs> and he got a hold of me the next morning. It was like, dude, bring it on down. Like, no problem. That's and, awesome. Uh, uh, Cody over there, the dude, Cody's a lifesaver, man. He actually probably the nicest welds on my turbo kit is from 417 Motorsports. <laughs> you know, nice. He, you almost feel bad they're having to, like, weld stuff on your – you're like, uh, hey, don't don't mind that right there. Yeah. They're like, dude, I, I'm gonna have to cut all this off. Dude, They're like, hang so, on, it's no big deal. Let me just whip up this whole new pipe for this thing, dude. So that they they cleaned off all my booger welds on there, and and they made a little saddle that sits over the hole and then holds the wastegate on now. And Cody gets over and gets the the tig out, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> And uh, I'm like, man, you can totally just, you know, get the MIG and just hot glue that thing back together. <laughs> yes. He kind of gave me this look like. That's not like, what I'm going to do here. <laughs> and so yeah, it's, it's held perfect ever since. It's that's awesome. Legit. So then, so that happened. Then the next, well, it was that, it was that same day. We went to the track uh, down there in Ozark and it was like a thousand degrees down there. Like I was so bad that day. And there's no, no breeze at that track anywhere ever. It was so bad. So I, uh, put the car in the lanes, went to make a pass and left. It left incredibly lazy. Didn't make boost. It ran like thirteens. Ouch. 
yeah and so we're like i'm i'm like freaking out at this point i'm like uh, i'm burnt just you know exhausted <laughs> and we ended up i talked to the dude went over some stuff and we decided at this point you know let's go ahead and change the oil let's take a few minutes kind of calm down i was i was pissed i mean you know lack of a better word of anything you could say i was just pissed mm-hmm. and so we had a guy up in our area uh, he was a drag week guy. I mean, there's some people that, that know him that we run with, uh, Jake Brantner. Uh, he had a shop and it was literally like five minutes from my house. I used to go down there and he'd weld stuff for me all the time. He'd always give me a hard time on this, you know, Chinese aluminum I had. <laughs> he'd always, he'd always, you know, he'd yeah, I, I take care of it, you know, and whatever else. And he'd, I'd pick it up and it looked amazing every time. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> He it gave me some trouble, but you know, I got it. It don't look good. And I'm like, dude, Jake, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he ended up passing away. He, uh, gotten a little, murdered. he got murdered. I mean, Damn. terrible, terrible deal. And so I'm going back to Ozark at this point. I'm pissed. I'm leaning up against my car and I'm just mad as hell. And I look up and at Ozark, they have a banner. Jake Brantner, you know, bear hugs, handshakes, all this stuff. I'm ready to give up. I mean, I'm this is the time I'm just ready to throw in the towel. And I see this banner. And no joke, Narcs, man, I start bawling. Oh, my God. And I look at that, and I smack myself, and I'm like, nope. I'm like, nope, we're doing it. And I, I realized that was, that was Jake. You know, he put his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, I got you, bud. Let's go. Yeah, Dude. and so I put it back in the lanes, and like I said, we're you know low boost pump gas, not trying to push it. The car had been running, you know, low elevens. I shit you not, I went ten ninety five. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So then I let the car cool back down and put it back, and you know, turn the the tack down, and ended up going like eleven teen again. Yep. You know what. What's funny is like a lot of times it's that extra little time. It's the time because like, man, you know, we have, we're limited on shop time uh, because, you know, wife, two kids, job, all that kind of stuff, you know, trying to get other car projects done, you know? And so you end up like just rushing through a ton of stuff. So you end up somewhere like that and you're like, man, it's broke. It's broke. You know? So uh, the old truck I was making passes this year, 14 0 14 0 14 0 98 miles an hour 98 miles an hour speed speed limiter wasn't turned off i'm like banging my head against the wall what's going on here yeah so it was easy easy fix you know yeah all right so uh what what was he saying so yeah so the dude reminded me of the next day uh, we're rolling down through there and we get caught in the middle of a rainstorm. Now I typically check all my equipment before I leave town. Definitely made sure the wipers work. So before we left, I mean, they would do their whole deal. Yeah. So we roll in and it starts rain a little bit. Go to turn the wipers on. Oh God. Yeah, that's bad. It's moving, but I mean, it's not moving fast. No, I didn't get to clean anything. The windshield before we got there. And so we, we pulled into some little podunk gas station and I walk in, I'm like, Hey, do y'all have rain X? And this, you know, older gal, she's like, ah, there might be one back there. I go back there. 
and I kid you not, there is an inch of dust on this box. <laughs> this box had to have been from like 1991. Nice. So I'm like, I was like, is this stuff even any good? Like, does Raynex go bad? <laughs> we get out there and coat the windshield. I mean, we pulled under the deal, wiped it all down, everything, and we we're like, all right, here we go. Bomb through Raynex. Guys. Rainex, make sure you have it in a bag. Yes, field, keep it with you. The greatest yep. like lifesaver ever. Yeah. So the old truck doesn't have any wipers. So yeah, we we are firm believers in Rainex. Dude, this stuff is amazing. Yep. Yeah. Which so we learned that the Rainex thing from the street rod days. Oh yeah. Uh, they would use Rainex on their windshields all the time. Uh, we we actually outran in a tornado in Des Moines, Iowa, one time. <laughs> and uh, the windshield wiper on my uncle's 55 Chevy fell off. <laughs> like Oh, yeah. And, but Rainex, man, it saved the day. Yeah, yep, 100%. That's crazy. So that uh, was 19 when you guys came through Arkansas? Like y'all kind of came through like a like a Springfield, like you came Ozark and then through the edge. I think you came through the edge was, of Arkansas. That was 18, wasn't it? Oh, man, I can't remember. Where's so how far is Sillisaw, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, Sillisaw south of uh, where I live, about an hour. So it's like uh, Fort Fort Smith, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, Fort Smith's where we went to that snake place. So, yeah, so that's so, uh, yeah, Fort Collins. Uh, you want to touch on the food thing? Yeah, uh, Sillisaw, Oklahoma, there's a, a chicken place. Uh, was it Charlie's Chicken? Charlie's Chicken was amazing. Like this, dude, like homemade buffet, like homemade food down there. That stuff was so good. That's cool. Some old, some old lady in the back, just making fried chicken all day. It's all she does. It's all she's done for 40 years. Dude. And it was so good. Like I, I got on the RMRW's page and posted, uh, (laughs) I know Scott Brown with old Bel Air. (laughs) He stopped in there cause he's seen that. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, and then there was a, a place, I want to say it was Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, this is steak. Uh, yeah, it was on the way to Carney. Uh, Flame Steakhouse. Dude, the weirdest, like, setup for a steak place ever. Like, there's a gas station, and then, like, where the Burger King used to be, <laughs> it was like a five-star steakhouse. Wow. And it was, I mean, it was a weird vibe, but... <laughs> The steak was so good. I mean, probably like top five best steaks I've ever had. That's crazy. It's probably all old Burger King stuff back there in the back. They're like, no, we'll take the whole building. We're going to turn it into a five-star place. Dude, but it was so weird. Like <laughs> you walk in and there's like weird drapes like hung up and like some random plants and the lights are all dimmed. They have <laughs> like, like four things on the menu. You're like, this is a money laundering outfit right here. This, they're money laundering. And, yeah. It was so good. <laughs> that's crazy. And, and see, like, that's the kind of shit you see on race week. Like, r- like you would have never eaten at that place if you had not been on, on an event like this. No, I mean, if I'd have been with my wife and kids, we're rolling through there, you know, going to, yeah. some, you know, whatever. No, I, I'd have been like, eh. I don't think so. Mm, no, no. Let's keep going. Let's let's find a McDonald's or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. So, so I, 
<laughs> so yeah. you, you gave me the notes earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, so the food thing. Uh, essentially, guys, I'm a gas station connoisseur. I like food. But nice. right below that in gigantic bold letters, we are against McDonald's. <laughs> nice. And I say this because in 2015, we didn't know what the hell we were doing trying to get food and you know do stuff we ate mcdonald's every day for a week oh yeah yeah you can't do that it'll ruin you i'd like that's been so 15 now is it like six years yeah i have a hard time eating mcdonald's cheeseburger now like that was yeah. don't got don't do that don't no find some mom and pop shop yep you know get some gas station sushi don't eat McDonald's every day. Now, I mean, you know, gas station pizza sticks, maybe. <laughs> I don't know about gas station sushi. Like, it's a dangerous I idea. To, uh, to Doug Cook on that one, man. <laughs> that, that year that we were down there, and uh, I think it was the first year they had the Nova when he put the LT in it, and they were trying to figure out the, the segmented swap harness and everything. They're sitting in the back of the hotel, and they're trying to figure out the harnesses, and he's over there eating gas station sushi. Oh, dude, that's dangerous, man. Like Sam's Club sushi, I'll try. Like gas station, I'm like, ooh, mm, no, no thanks, no thanks. That's funny. I don't eat sushi, period. But that's oh, hey, you know, tomatoes, potatoes. Yeah, so, so the food thing, though, like we try to hit mom and pop shops, small mm. restaurants. Uh, I do. I love track food. Yeah. Dude, the uh, like uh, chili cheese pie things, you know, with the yep. Fritos and stuff. Yep. Uh, dude, I love when tracks have like pulled pork sandwiches. Yep. Well, and so you know, he, here's one thing that Adam Dory talked about on the on the podcast on his podcast was like, you know, it, like support those things. You know, all those folks they they're buying they're buying uh, they're buying food, hoping everybody's going to buy food. You know, so like, let's support them and help them. But one thing him and I talked about was like, somebody needs to go down through like the route and see all these gas stations and be like, somebody put up kid handmade written signs that say race weakers welcome, you know, and everybody will pull in there. Dude, that's what we do. If we see that stuff, even if yep. we don't need anything, I'll go in there and buy a bottle of water. Yep. You yep. Know, just because they made the sign, like they, you know anticipated us coming yeah yep so i i think that's what i think i'm going to start reaching out to some you know i i'm sure the cities know that it's coming but like you know those little gas stations that are in those towns like do they know it's coming like I'll, listen i'll do burnouts in front of those places and that's like the calling card of race weekers hey stop here it's a cool place you know so Which, let's do add though let's do add uh trailer bar burnouts are cool when they're allowed, let's, <laughs> let's let's not be dicks about it, guys. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's so that's some, fair. Some places kind of frown upon that. Yep. Uh, but if they want it, though, by full means, man, let's <laughs> give it to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah. If the dude out there is going, please give me a burnout right out here to say you got to give it. You know, if kids are arm pumping and you know somebody spraying water on the road, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, all right, let's see. So we were 2018. Um, lead us into 2019 while I get another beer. Right. So okay. 2019, that was a mountain. Yeah, that's the only time we did mountain. So 2019 was the only time we've done the mountain one. And that was very interesting for us. Uh, we didn't pull a trailer that year. Uh, we used the basket, the basket system. <laughs> That's kind of a weird one. And so we ended up building the basket off the back of the car. We had the slicks, had the fuel hooks back there. And the back seat of my car was completely packed. It was like a terrible Jenga experiment of everything that we needed. And that was, that was the year that my wife, my mom, my sister, and all the kids came out because it was McKenna's birthday. And, Day one, me and the dude showed up early. We set up the tent, had the car out, and decorated the tent. And it, you know, happy birthday, McKenna, everything. I had it on the back window of the car. Uh, I talked to Matt, which Matt's awesome uh, for doing Love this. Love that I dude. My daughter's birthday, and he picked her up and put her on the trailer at the driver's <laughs> meeting, and everybody sung happy birthday to her. That's too cool. And she still like eats that up. <laughs> I mean, she's she's a ham over that, you know. And that's what's great about those guys. Like, I mean, he he, you know, he cares about that stuff. That's cool. Yeah, no, dude, and that's the best part of of Rocky Mountain Race Week is Matt, June, the boys, yeah, and the family aspect of what they do with this event. Uh, yeah, I mean, they fully support full families coming out. It's awesome that he did the road week side of it. Yes. You know? yes. So the families can take the car and show up and they can run the route and they can kind of see, you know, what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and they can do it and they can do it in air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you talking about rolling the windows down? Yeah. Vent windows, bud. Vent windows. Uh, dude, my RV's got those. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Actually, we what we do is we'll go up to whatever hardware store and buy dryer hose. And we'll tape it to the window and stick it inside the car. Yep. Dude, movable AC, man. If you want a lot of air, move it closer. You want a little less, move it back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. D Dino Cardella says race week has a better feel than drag week. Absolutely. So, um, uh, how many how many cars are on Drag Week though? I mean, you're seven hundred something like that, right? No, they're. I want to say they're like around four hundred. Hmm. They're like three fifty four hundred. Not. That's actually a good question. But so, Robert Lee says plumb PVC to your crotch. <laughs> it's the the uh, ball air, bud. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's basically what I do with that dryer hose. Yeah, I knew that's where you were going with it. I was like, Might as well say it, because <laughs> like, listen, if you can keep the core of your body cool, your whole body's cool, <laughs> right? If the central system's cool, everything. Yeah, else works. yeah, right up my shorts leg. <laughs> yep, well, I've done it. Yep, not pretty sight, but I've done it. Yeah, uh, Robert says four twenty five for drag week. Okay, so what's yeah, what's so, interesting is like the difference in dynamic that I've heard from people in like I mean that's not very many more cars, you know, 
425 for drag week. I mean, race week has 300, you know, so it, it all comes down to, to Matt and June and, and it is atmosphere. Insane, the difference of, you know, that 100, 125 cars. Yeah. You know, and then especially the way drag week is ran versus the way race week is ran. Drag week is very, you know, cut and dry, like to the point, like they have such hard cutoffs. And I mean, they're kind of dicks. I mean, see, like that blows my mind. Like, but that, that comes from the corporate side of stuff, you know, it, like, it, I guess that's, that's probably the main difference is, yeah. you know, it, it is, I mean, it's hot rod magazine, you know, it's, you know, the motor trend and whatever else they're, yeah. you know, they're a corporation. Yeah. And so they have, you know, they have to have certain rules, guidelines, and restrictions, you know, whatever else. Yeah. But I mean, I've literally seen it and it, it happened to us one year too. Like, you know, they call the lanes a certain time you get up there. And if you're not on that magic line, go back to the pits, you know, you're done. Ah, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, unlike where, you know, Matt's like, all right, Hey, if you're in the lanes by this time, we'll run you. Yep. You know, we'll run everybody out. We're good. Yep. Yeah, and then it, just like the race week is so much more laid back. You know, you get the drive days. You know, yeah. we race at night. Yeah, it's just a whole different atmosphere. It's just so much more friendly. And I mean, granted, we we are talking about race week, and I am kind of dogging on drag week. I mean, if if you guys get the chance to do one do it. It's a great experience. Yep. But as soon as you get done from drag week, sign up for race week. Yep. So Dino Cardella says, uh, drag week is very robotic. Um, and then Robert Lee says drag week is five tracks, five days, you know, race week, uh, Rocky mountain anyways is five tracks, seven days. And so 1.0 is yeah. 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 So uh, that's kind of why I said like Rocky Mountain because like I feel like uh, Matt's pushing to make 2.0 more of like a like quote unquote race week like it's you know so like you'll have like Rocky Mountain race week and then you'd have like race week um, yeah I, that's I, exactly that's exactly what he's doing yep um, and Wendy always tells me because I had these grand visions I was going to talk to all these racers. I was going to do a podcast every day for 2.0 last year, all this kind of stuff. Um, I didn't get to do any of that because we were so busy because it was like drive all day, race at night, get to the hotel, edit a video, put a video out. I mean, like I slept till three o'clock a couple times, you know, dude, I, I can tell you, um, you would have a better chance of doing that on race week versus yep. drag week. like the, the yep. drag week stuff is intense. And that's, yep. you know, look, if we touch on that real quick too. So, Recently, there was some talk on the RMRW's page, some people with some ruffled feathers and stuff, you know, worried about this, that, and the other. If you guys want a super competitive, you know, event, go do Drag Week. Yep. That's where that needs to be. Yep. You know, um, go for the bragging rights. Go for that whole deal. Uh, that that event is intense. I mean, it's night and day different than race week yeah i mean really race week to me in my own opinion is about the family aspect the you know getting out talking to people having a good time yeah, yeah. you actually win money on race week which is awesome 
that yep. Matt figures out how to do that. The drag week thing, that's purely bragging rights, and it's a lot more cutthroat than race week. See, that's crazy to me. Like, and you know, I've never done drag week and probably never will, to be honest. Like race week, I, I, Rocky Mountain is my, that's my family now. You know what I mean? Like whether they want me or not, I'm in, you know, um, yep. it's because like everybody is having a good time. And I, I mean, I've hosted enough events to know that people complain about a bunch of shit that they shouldn't, you know, like that doesn't even matter. To, in the big scheme of things, but I feel like 95% of the folks that are doing race week love it. And they're doing it because of the atmosphere that it brings and all of that stuff. So that's, that's the best part about, I think doing race week is like everybody hanging out and having fun. Oh dude, that's, that's the best part, man. I love race week because that's when I get to see all my friends, you know, the people that I've met in the, in the previous years. And like I said before, you know, that gap in time is nothing when you're on race week. Yeah. I mean, you literally pick up right where you left off. And I've met some of the greatest people doing these events. And now some of them have carried over from drag week to race week, but regardless, I mean, once you're in the race week family, I mean, it's your family. That's awesome. Sorry, I was replying to Robert Lee said, how much money would it take for him to wear a blue hat? <laughs> I said, uh, when he wants to go incognito, sometimes he'll wear a black one. <laughs> uh, so Actually, so speaking of the hat, so everybody sees the 1320 video hat. Uh, huge shout out to Kyle and the boys. Uh, I've known Kyle for, I can't even tell you when I first met him. It had to have been like 04, 05. That's awesome. Uh, he used to come down and video, you know, our before Kansas City actually had like the street scene we had now. Mm -hmm. We used to race underneath the 12th Street Bridge. And if you anybody knows that area, it's terrible because you run down, there's a gigantic S curve at the end. And like the cars now would just Dukes a Hazard, the S curve at the end, you could not <laughs> shut down. <laughs> so I used to give Kyle a hard time. Uh, I'm like, dude, make me a red hat, man. Like, you know me, dude. I only wear red hats. And I kept bugging him, kept bugging him, kept bugging him. And then uh, this has been a few years ago. I got a message from a mutual friend of ours, uh, Justin Keith, you know, uh, Streetcar Takeover. Yep. He says, hey, I need your address. A buddy wants to send you something. And so I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever. Didn't really think anything about it. You know, I'm friends with so many people whatever yep uh literally like three or four days later i get a box and i see the address and it says omaha nebraska and i lost my s on that <laughs> open it up and there's two red 1320 video hats that's I, awesome i can't get it in there and yep i was like oh my god you know it's like a <laughs> little girl to bieber concert you know what i mean like <laughs> So then I started rocking these. And then in the meantime, some other people made some hats. I know uh, uh, Doug at Motion, he made on which shoulder I'm at. <laughs> he made those also. And I, I wore, I've had like three of them. Uh, That's cool. Worn a bunch of them. But uh, here, let's see, I would have been at the Joe Hunt Memorial Race. I was talking to Kyle and he made mention that he had a bunch that he didn't end up selling. They had, slight sun damage and he asked me if i wanted them yeah yeah 
I do actually bring them on. And I was, I was like, you know, what, I, what do I owe you? He goes, give me your address. You can have them. And I, I was like, what? That's awesome. So then I was jacking with Kyle and I was like, Hey man. So like I'm sponsored now, huh? <laughs> and, uh, he, he had a good laugh, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you, you can say you're sponsored, you know, ha <laughs> ha. Um, I, I actually do take that very seriously. Um, if, if you've noticed from that day, I will not be videoed or photographed without the 1320 hat. That's awesome. Uh, I, I do take that. So I appreciate Kyle for making these, you know, I want to say he did it for me. I know there's a ton <laughs> of other people that have them, but guys, that's because me. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, so I'm going to cover a, a good part of it. But if you guys look at my driver's license. <laughs> Are you serious? Dude, that's I, awesome. I am wearing a 1320 video hat in my driver's license. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. You are crazy. That's hilarious. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, actually, man, if, if somebody give a message to Kyle, uh, I'll sign the contract for the sponsorship whenever you're ready, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's ready. We need Just... to make some more. Uh, yep. Apparently, they don't sell them anymore. Uh, I had a guy in Great Bend, Kansas, uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week 1.0 this year, stopped me, wanted to buy one from 1320 for me to sign. That's awesome. Uh, and – they didn't have them. Yeah. Yeah. So, dirty, dirty pandas is the only two red 1320 hats. <laughs> that's uh, cool. Actually, I could go get the box that has like four or five more in there. That's cool, man. That is too cool. And, and actually, so speaking of that too, so I have probably two of the most custom hats out. So Matt, when he did the Rocky mountain race week and the race week hats, they were black. All y'all yep. like black hats. Yep. I don't. Yep. Um, I got a hold of Shaggy that was doing these. I actually have the red race week hat. And I have the red Rocky Dude, Mountain race week hat. That's awesome. Uh, so I got permission from Matt to do those. And uh, Shaggy, man, thank you for doing those. <laughs> Uh, I know you caught me at a terrible time <laughs> when you dropped those off. That was right at the end of race week when I had literally no money and the whole, that was the whole motor week thing. So nice. dude, next time I see you Shaggy, I got you, dude. Uh, That's awesome. I, I appreciate those so much, man. So much. That's super cool. Um, Dirty Panda says he remembers that video that Kyle did about the hats. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so was he talking about uh, when Fred interviewed me uh, in Oklahoma City? So Fred gave a modified story of the red hat thing. Oh, nice. Um, but it, it it basically touches most of the bases on the red hat thing. And I did, that's I, cool. I bug Kyle so much <laughs> to that's do awesome. those. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what uh, I think that's what he had said earlier. Uh, destroyer 1320 just popped in uh if you guys don't follow him definitely go over and follow his channel right now destroyer 1320 uh great content over there and it has been a huge help to me uh we probably wouldn't be doing live streams without his help so so definitely appreciate that dude um all right god dang it 
What have we been talking about? Uh, we're oh, hey, so uh, 2.0, you're doing 2.0. We yes. talked about that. What uh, what is your most anticipated track for 2.0? Enos, Texas, dude. I'm so pumped. Like, so Johnny Clyde, uh, one of our buddies, YouTube buddies. Uh, and friend, I mean, not just YouTube buddy, but he lives down there now. I've got family that are huge, huge, huge car people, and I've never been to the to Enos, so I, I'm pumped, dude. So we haven't either. We've ran every track on 2.0 at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, obviously Tulsa, Tulsa is a good friend of mine. Yep. I'm not doing a motor there this year. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Noble. Oklahoma City, I yep. love that track. Uh, we always run really good down there. Fastest pass ever in the cart was at Noble. Yeah. By, by I'm talking like by three-tenths of a second. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yes. Big, big time fastest stuff there. Yeah. So and definitely. Then, so then the other track, uh, Mad. Uh, Mid-America yep. Dragway. Yep. Uh, Wedna Springs. Uh, Arc City. Yeah, Arc City. Or yeah, Arc City's probably the biggest town they can find that's close to it. I was actually looking at it today on the on Google Earth. Have you seen that? Like I've never been to the track. It it's like a huge triangle. Dude, I have. I've been there. I've ran there. Oh, nice. That track is legit. So we went and ran uh an event down there and it's it's crazy because it's it literally is. It's trying yeah. it's the old airfield, but they have it where you can run down there. And so earlier, and I was gonna gonna tag in on this when you're talking about the kids. So I love when kids, you know, walk up and they, you know, ah man, that's awesome, you know, high five stuff. So we went down there and ran, and I'd swapped converters in my car, and it was a bad move. I went the wrong way. So my car was way off pace. But at that track, it's awesome because you shoot down the track and you come back up. And there's a chain link fence and everybody sits out there. There was a bunch of kids down there and they had their hands through the fence. And so I slowed, you know, way, way down, rolled the window down and gave them all high fives. Yes. And they lost it. I mean, they were like, they were the rock stars of the evening. And so every time I'm, I think I made like four or five passes that night. And after I did it the first time, more and more kids showed up. Oh, cool. And I'm just like, how slow can this car go so I can get all y'all? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was, I honestly, I looked forward to that track for that. Yeah. That's going to be cool. I'm excited. I'm so the way the nitrous will go into the turbo, I'm going to have to like, almost like, uh, do it up. So I can purge past all those kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, they will eat it up. Oh yeah, dude. But yet D Dino so, says that, uh, uh, what was it? What was this? Uh, Arc City, we'll call it at Mid America Dragway. Uh, says it's an old airfield, yep. just like you said. Yep. yep. And, uh, it's they've they've done a lot of cool stuff to that track to make it a track, and it has serious potential. They've actually got really good food down there, too, by the way. That's awesome. They better because there ain't shit around it. No, there's <laughs> one random gas station like. 15 miles away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, that. I think the trip from, cause I think we do Tulsa then uh, Kansas, right. Or something like that. I think it's that. Uh, 
Let's and see, we go. We go. It's Oklahoma City, then uh, Enos, then then, then it's either Kansas or Tul- then it's either Kansas to Tulsa, or you know we go Enos to Tulsa to Kansas. Man, I just get in the car and drive. I, <laughs> yeah, hell, well, you can't figure it out anyways. Like it wouldn't matter. I, I'm really excited about the trip from Oklahoma City to Enos because, like, when I look at it, like it's a long way and it's all interstate. So, yeah. like, we're not going to be on the interstate. I mean, like, we may spend a few minutes on the interstate, but right. it won't. It's going to be so cool to be back in the the back side of two lane highway coming from Oklahoma into Texas. So, right, some straight up two lane blacktop stuff. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, man, it ought to be some really good stuff. And then uh, I think some of that stuff will hit some parts of Route sixty six and all that. So th- there'll be some really cool parts coming from. You know, as we pass through Oklahoma and all that stuff, for sure. The the checkpoints on on two point is gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm so ready to see those checkpoints. Yep, yeah, it's gonna be really neat. I I can't imagine putting together like just putting together the Dragon Drive we did in April, and it was like a 200 mile loop from Mocan down towards Northwest Arkansas and back up. And that was hard. And that was a one day event. You know, we drove on Saturday and raced Saturday night. I can't imagine trying to put an event on that, that is like this. So I'm excited. I I haven't reached out to Matt yet, but I'm going to about being on and kind of talking about some of the stuff and, and all that. So I wanted to get some of the, the big names out before, uh, before I reach back out to him. Right. Right. So, all right. Uh, So that's most anticipated uh, was Enos. And then let's, let's do some, um, beer flavor, uh, Carl ask or Dino Cardella on here, Carl steamy on Facebook. Um, I mean, obviously I think you're a Miller light guy like I am. Yep. Best, best beer ever. Uh, it is, it's, so it's I, good I stuff say, though for anybody listening. Uh, my favorite beer is a cold one. Yeah. My, my first favorite is free. Second is cold. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, so you're talking about, you know, cold free beer. Um, when 2.0 last year, we blew the motor, we put it in, we made the drive from Oklahoma to Topeka, Kansas. Uh, nobody knew we were there. And I literally pulled in, and Topeka's, you know, kind of my home track, even though I hate to admit it. Um, we rolled in, unloaded the car, made a pass, sent it. Everybody's like, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> and literally, you know, Doug Cook and uh, James Towers, they were pitted right on the other side of us. But there's, I basically parked right in the middle of the drive, you know, <laughs> nice. in the staging lanes type thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I went over and said something to Doug and he's like, holy shit, you know? And he's like, you look like you need a beer. And I'm like, Yes, I do. And he yes. Me the coldest, tastiest bush light I've ever had. <laughs> I there you go. Get how great that single beer tasted. <laughs> That's awesome. It, like at this point, I'd, I'd been up for probably 18 or so hours. I, <laughs> yeah. I, so out of the entire crew that was with me doing the motor, I was the only one that didn't take a nap. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, 
Bad Tree Productions. I just want to say hey to that dude. He said, what's up? And then Dino Cardella says, PBR is always special to me because Dirty Panda had the PBR, uh, you know, rock out. Um, PBR is always special to me. Used to steal it out of his dad's fridge. So that's awesome. Uh, my little brother, Steven, popped in on Facebook, says uh, he's ready to go on 2.0. He's bringing uh, the our, our project Adam Ant or his project Adam Ant, which is a uh, two three Lima out of like a Fox Body uh, SVO Mustang yeah. uh, with big turbo, big cam, T five eight eight four link full tube chassis car. It's gonna be a ton of fun. He's gonna road week that car. It'll be the first time it's been on the road ever. So sweet. Yeah. So That's we're sweet. we're down to the wire. Yeah. Uh, it ought to be wild. It's hood stacked. Shoot, should shoot a flame, you know, six or eight inches out pretty easy. So. Uh, I bet it won't. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, the 50 shot should help. <laughs> if it doesn't, we're going to put a big one out. So he's got a little trailer to pull in behind it. He built his own trailer. Dude, you, you'll, you'll love that car. It'll be, it'll be really cool. You'll appreciate it. So, so I'm excited about that. that it'll be uh, him and I went to Indy together uh, for Cletus and cars, Indy. And that was the first time as adults we had spent that much time together away from our family. So it was really cool. And uh, so this will be, by the end of the week, we'll either strangle each other or it'll be even more brotherly love. Dude, so exactly. That's something that definitely has been talked on uh, when people choose co-pilots. Oh, dude. All right, hang on. I, I'm going to write this down because this is going to make good content right here. Because listen, that's important. All right, so my co-pilot Dustin Prince coming back for a uh, 2.0, 2.0. He, uh, it's he's a great co-pilot. Directions were great, all that kind of snack ready all the time. But the conversation, dude, you you got to have the right person there. You got to be able to talk about stuff for hours on end. That's that's you know, dude, interesting. You got to be able to have the awkward silence. Something happens, yep. you know, whatever, and you just be quiet for a few minutes. You both got to be on that page of like, hey, we just need to shut up for a few minutes and just kind of collect our own thoughts. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that's probably because, you know, there was a, a post a couple of weeks ago on the RMRW's worst page about co-pilot. You know, oh, hey, I'm looking for a co-pilot. And it made me think like, man, would you just pick up anybody like if somebody come up and was like, Hey, can I ride with you? Would like, how hard would that be? Dude, you that know, would be intense. Yes. Cause what if you get in there a dumbass? <laughs> like, that <laughs> would be, my, <laughs> Oh my God. And they're talking about stuff you don't even care about. You're like, uh, oh, use downshift. I think that's probably why Jonathan stone cypher's car is so loud. Yeah. That probably makes sense. Yeah. The gas chamber. No, dude, I rode in it for three hours, almost died. Won't get back in it, but it was the best of the the best experience I've ever had. It was so cool, dude. So that's that's why I've got the dude with me. You know, yeah. me and my dad. You know, he raised me and all this stuff. And honestly, he's my best friend. We get along yeah. so well. And there are times me and him do butt heads. Yep, it happens. But we do have that moment of like, hey, you know, I'm gonna shut up. He's gonna shut up, and you know, then you know few minutes later we start talking again it's yep how it goes yep. but yeah you know, like some some of my real good friends like you know my buddies and stuff i couldn't imagine doing this with them <laughs> yes and I, mean, yep. I love you guys don't get me wrong but yeah that'd just be rough 
Yeah, you'd be like, listen, I can take you in small doses. <laughs> three three hours a week on Friday nights, you can come over and hang out, but not for a week. Yeah, yep. get in the trailer. We got a two-hour run. That's exactly right, yeah. So uh, my dad and I had the same kind of relationship. It was really cool. And he went on, um, him and I did a power tour when it hit Arkansas in 12, or uh, Miami, Oklahoma in 12. And he drove his own truck. And we get to the hotel night one, and he's like, I should have just ridden with you. He's like, but I didn't think your old truck would make it. So I'm like you bastard, you know? <laughs> and then so for 13, um, it actually crossed Arkansas and he rode with me to uh, Texarkana and then Steven met us. And then he bounced between the trucks and that was the coolest trip ever. And uh, him, oh, yeah. him and I, I mean, we talked about race week and stuff like that, but we lost him last February. So enjoy your dad. It's a, uh, it's a, a huge, huge part of cool being a cool dude. So, so anyways, all right, let's talk about cool stuff before I uh, get off on a tangent there. Um, let's talk about ice cream. Cause like if you're on the road and it's hot, I mean, you have to have ice cream at a gas station. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Well, let's just preface this. All right. Uh, the whole ice cream thing, Never eat ice cream around Adam Dory or Chad Reynolds. <laughs> Let's just get this. Out of Adam told that story the other night. <laughs> They're going to wear it in inappropriate places. Yeah. Um, ice cream's great. Just don't do it around Adam and Chad. Uh, I'm not really an ice cream guy. I mean, no. I, I'm just like a vanilla, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, basic. Yeah. Like whatever somebody's got, I'm going to eat theirs. That's, I'm going I'm to get some of that. I'll just take a little bit. You know, I'm not like a huge ice cream guy. There you go. I'll take some bomb pops though. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Um, let's do, uh, how about, uh, pizza toppings? Oh man. Um, Pepperoni, pepperoni never hurt me. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I like a good combo, you know, sometimes some, you know, some sausage, mushroom, you know, some green peppers, some black olive type stuff. Right. A pizza Hut Supreme Pizza. Um, dude, no, I can't do Pizza Hut. Oh, man. Wow. Dude, every time I eat Pizza Hut, <laughs> bad news. It's a race to the house. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 definitely Tom McGilton in that race too. Man. I'm going fast. <laughs> yeah, get out of the way. That's Dude. awesome. Um, all right, so you know we we talked about um, road food and uh, pizza sticks earlier and gas station sushi. If like, what's a go to like if like to to snack while you're driving? Like, what do you guys carry with you? Uh, so me and the dude, we're real big on stopping. Uh, at like Walmart, uh, and getting the uh, the pre made sub sandwiches. Oh, nice. Okay, we'll uh, we'll load up on a few of those, throw them in the cooler. Yeah, and they're a nice deal. You know, you hit a checkpoint, sit down on the curb, smash yep. a sandwich. Uh, that's really one of our big deals. Uh, then <laughs> me and him, uh, our other thing that we always have to have cheddar popcorn. Cheddar popcorn. Okay. Like, you, know, you buy the, the bag. Of yeah. The yeah. Dude, we always, always have a bag between us. Just, you know, running down the road, just munching. That's awesome. That's a good idea. Uh, Dustin Prince 
uh, 2.0 last year, we bought some of the best beef jerky I've ever had. He bought a tub of it, like $25 tub of this beef jerky. We literally had it eaten in like, I don't know, it was 15 or 20 miles. Like it was insanity how fast we ate through that. But we were hungry, you know, and like, you know how snacks go. You're like, oh man, we didn't eat breakfast today. You just like munch it on that. Just go, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. Um, let's see. What else? What, what are, uh, God, I'm running out of questions here. I'm like brain damaged. I feel like. What, well, I, I got a few of my notes left. Let's do it. Uh, so you asked me favorite cars. Yes. All right. So I wrote down two and I kind of left like my top three open. So definitely. And, <laughs> uh, Luke Bronkno, his red Butterface Fairmont. Oh. Literally, and he knows it. And he'll shoot me a message or something later, but I love that car, and he knows it. That's awesome. It, literally, guys, for real, when you see that car, it doesn't look like much. Go look at it and go talk to him. There are so many cool features of that car that go unnoticed. Really? So I, I was watching a, a 1320 race week video today and he was in it and he was pulling that little boat with yeah, the gas cans in it. Boatload of fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so many cool things that him and Lucas did to that car. And I love that thing. Like it is. And I tell him every time I see him, I love that car. Like if he ever sells that car, I'm going to collect every penny nickel dime I have to buy that car. <laughs> That's cool. And he knows that. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, then my, my number two, um, Scott Brown with the 53 Bel Air. Oh, yeah. Capone. Capone. Bro. Oh, I love that car. So funny story about that body style car. So uh, the old truck, my 66 GMC, my grandmother had bought my grandfather a... 54 two-door tan car and it really when i was like 13 it came down to do i push for the truck or do i push for the car and at that time street rides were a big deal this is like 93 94 and everybody built 1954 chevrolets you know every like all the magazines had them all nobody had that first gen c10 truck so that's why i went with the truck but like Looking now, man, that car would have been so cool. Right. Dude, yep. I, the progression. And, and his is awesome. Car, oh. Astounding. Like, I, how, how fast has he been? Does it, I, anybody listen know? I mean, it's like an eight-second car now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's been like like 870s or something like that in that car. Dude, and it's, that car's not light. No, no. And not aerodynamic. No, it's like a brick. <laughs> and and not like, you know, uh, factory was not a good suspension setup. So I, I don't even know what they have underneath the car now. I don't know any of that I, stuff. But I think he's still on like leaf springs and Caltrax. God, that car just works, man. Dude, you and, know? And dude, and then when he did the uh, the little Hellcat or, you know, bumper guards. The oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, and then the fact that he has not a Fox on the license plate. Yeah, right. And I'm a Fox guy. But dude, I, that's you know one of my top three favorite cars. 
Yes. Yeah, that uh, that car is awesome. And then so going into that too, so I listened to, and I think we talked about top three. Um, this also goes into, I think you asked me my favorite person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always leave three open and I always leave favorite person open because it changes daily <laughs> because I love when I get into the staging lanes, the pits, whatever. And that person comes up to me, doesn't matter who it is. And they're like, dude, I just ran my personal best. You know, yeah. I, you know, I, I broke X, Y, Z, but I'm, I'm here now. Like you're my favorite person. <laughs> yes. You know, like yes. You, you persevered and you pushed through and you got that best, you know? And also yep. the person tells me that the, we've got really great pulled pork at the track. Yeah. <laughs> also my favorite. Yep. Uh, so like, so for me, like I do have favorite cars. I mean, there's a ton of, ton of, I mean, cars all the way around. Uh, Carrie Watson, dude, I love her. Yeah. Car. Yep. She pushes that thing to the max. Yep. And has it, it's so dialed, like it's so dialed. Dude, and the year that she put like 87 quarts of oil in it. Yes, even better, you know, she's a super cool chick. She's going to be on at some point if they can get their, her daughter's stuff figured out as far as like when she's going to be able, because I want her daughter on too, because she's done all the events. Dude, so Andy, huge shout out to Andy, girl, you rock. Um, Her list that. Her, that Carrie shared talking about that <laughs> guys follow that list. Yes. Like telling you what to do for race week. Yeah. dude, She was on point. Like that was the greatest list of lists. Yep. Uh, I'm going to make that note here in the uh, RMRWers Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Just post that one to the top. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pin that comment. Yeah. It's a, they are such a cool dynamic. Like, you know, the, you know, so, and also I saw the Joe Barry and Blaine story, you know, the white, the nomad or whatever that car is. And like, I just think of Carrie and Andy that same way. Like, it's just so cool. Like that they get to travel with that. I think once my younger daughter gets a little older, I, I think she's going to be my, she's going to be my Andy. No, oh, dude, that'll, you know, I've, I've got McKenna. She's, she's been wanting to go. And actually, we never touched on that, and I don't have any of them out here right now. Um, have you seen all the stuffed animal pictures? <laughs> so I saw uh, the one post I have, I think, of the screen or the uh, lead-in shot to this is like, you've got Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. So so this started uh, the first year we did this in 2015. Uh, McKenna wanted to come so bad. But, I mean, she's a small child, and that's – you know, yeah, it'd just be good. hard. I mean, like, um, but so she gave me the first year we had Ariel from the Little Mermaid, and so I took that and every checkpoint I'll take a picture with it, and nice. I'll find you know different people and they'll take a picture with that stuffed animal, and then I get to come back and tell stories of the road and everything. Yeah. So we had we had Ariel, we've had a pink dinosaur. We had uh, Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. Uh, we had Baby Yoda, and I mean, I get I get everybody, man. I've had, you know, Kyle from Thirteen Twenty, man. He's always great about it. Um, uh, Finnegan got Baby Yoda last year. Uh, Krusty, no, like the Krusty Nova one was good. Uh, <laughs> C 
16, uh, when we were at, uh, we were in Michigan, I want to say it was a US 131. Uh, Krusty Nova did a huge wheel stand and just smacked the oil pan. And I've got a picture of this pink dinosaur holding a ratchet. And I came back and told McKenna that, you know, her dinosaur fixed Krusty's car. That's cool. You know, so, and, man, I meant to grab those. And then, you know, we just life and everything. But, oh, yeah. Dude, so that's the other thing, too, is, man, if you, if you all see me with a stuffed animal and I walk up to you, just smile and take the picture, man. It's yep. <laughs> yep. It's exactly right. It's not something it's like, because she's sending it with you. That's cool. Uh, Dirty Panda said he's going to have his stuffed panda as a co-pilot when he runs. Perfect, man. We've, yep. we've had, I've had all the stuffed animals. I buckle them in, you know, baby Yoda's been tens, you know, so. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> he's probably the only baby Yoda that's been tens. Right. <laughs> right. That's a that's a that's a new world record. You just laid it out right there. Fastest baby Yoda. <laughs> and I know there's a few other guys. Uh Scott Kepinger, he's got uh he's got a dog that he takes with I got man and Scott, I'm sorry, I apologize. I don't remember the dog's name. You have to remind me. Uh he takes with him. Then uh, I know Travis Martin, he's got Turbo the Snail with him. But yeah, man, it's I do the stuff for the kids, man. Even mm -hmm. the kids when we go out, they love seeing, you know, the stuffed animals hanging out. The oh yeah. <laughs> That's that, that makes me think I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to put some stuffed animal on the, on a back roll bar with the, in the cart. I'm going to have right? to do something. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. That's a good idea. Did you, you need to put like, like Mario or Luigi or something in there. Yes. <laughs> Mario uh. <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's awesome um all right so we talked 2.0 are, are you i guess you're bringing the race week car you're bringing the fox body yep yeah we'll be bringing the uh the car that i affectionately call the rickety rocket nice that's a great name for that kind of stuff yeah because it's held together with uh zip ties hopes and dreams <laughs> there you go what's your uh what's your goal for it just to finish are you running oh, a class man so always, always, always number one goal is to finish. Mm -hmm. And then I have the personal goal of a 10 second pass at every track. Ooh, yeah. I was, I was on track to do it last year. Even with the motor swap, I was still within that. And then, uh, the, th let's see, that would have been the third, third the night, bend, third night. It was on the way to great bend. I had an issue with the Holly. Uh, the Holly FI, and we we found out later that the uh, transducer for my fuel pressure regulator, you know, monitor fuel pressure, mm -hmm. it uh, died. It got a short, and it wiped out all kinds of stuff. It was uh, it, it ended up grinding out and and backfeeding. Nice. We we. Couldn't figure it out. I mean, I had I had Travis Martin down there. I had uh, Blaine Thiessen down there. Mm -hmm. He works Holly now. Oh, and, I need to I need to have Blaine on. Yeah, oh, that, dude, Blaine. That truck of his is nuts. And dude, and then he he swapped the motor in again. He's getting even more buck wild with it. I like it. him and Travis. I would like to have Travis on with the square body. Dude, but so I had. I mean, I was on and off the phone for hours. I mean, if you if you guys go back and watch the uh, the thirteen twenty video from that day, 
I actually, I think I'm wearing the same Pantera shirt and I'm eating a cheeseburger and like, I'm like, I'm near death, like trying to figure that problem out. Uh, yeah, it got so bad. I had to unplug my trans break because it was feeding oh so bad that it was clicking my trans break at random times. Oh geez. That's not good. So we ended up, um, you know, with the new Holly Terminator, you can run the uh, one bar map sensor through the ECU. And that's how we finished. That's crazy. Uh, so that was, I think I took a 20 second pass at Great Bend, mainly because I wanted to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we made that pass and packed up and I went to the Angus Inn and passed out. <laughs> Then we made the drive. So also, man, 2020 2.0, I mean, it lived up to the name. I mean, 2020 ass. Um, We had the fan quit on the Kansas Turnpike. Oh, my God. So we are like bombing through there. The fan quit. You know, we did the the roadkill approved hood mod, you know, (laughs) taking it off. And it, it worked for a little bit. And. I took the uh, windshield wiper squirters and stuck them up in front of the radiator. And that kind of, I mean, I've actually, I, I've got a, uh, a new deal I'm building for that. I found a, a fan mister that I'm going to tuck in, in front of the radiator. Yeah. The, the squirter for that. But yeah, man, that, that sucked. So after, after great Ben, I think it was on the way to great Ben. No, we got to Great Bend. We found some guys that were super cool, and they uh, gifted us twin fans off like a Chevy Malibu or something. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the pictures, it's zip-tied to the front of my car. Yes. <laughs> and we had a bunch of cardboard and everything, and, I mean, it it didn't work, but it worked. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It, uh, it made it where we could run longer before we started overheating. And then, like, the last leg of that, we were probably 100 miles from Tulsa. And, I mean, that car was, like, nuclear hot, burning down. And I'm just flying. Like, I don't care at this point. Like, I'll get just there. Just get there. I break the beam kind of thing. Yep. But we finished, and it wasn't pretty. But What was your average time for that year, for uh, 2.0? Oh, it 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 tanked. I mean, at that point, it was probably like a fourteen or something. So I did. I went ten sixty, blowing up the motor. Then I went, I went ten fifty four on a completely unknown motor in Topeka. I I literally bought a motor off some guy's garage floor. He goes, I heard it run once. Well, good enough for me. Uh, so we went the ten sixty, ten fifty four, and then in my sleep deprived state. I forgot to turn on the boost controller in Oklahoma City. So it went 1080 and then 20 and then I ran like a 1330. So I guess I could probably add that up and get a quick average. Uh, yeah, That's but it, was, it was a rough, that was, that was the roughest week we've had in all six events we've done. <laughs> Even the one where you drove from St. Louis to home to st louis ended up racing or doing the weekend of focus <laughs> that oh, dude, one was that the was, roughest one <laughs> the uh the first year we did it you know i had zero miles on the car and that was flawless we had a 
we uh i had to fix oh yeah the dipstick we had a dipstick tube pop up so i'd silicone the hell out of it yeah uh, cover gasket and then the exhaust came undone that was it on 15 16 16 we didn't run tracks we we're in a focus it had ac so that was awesome yeah uh and then really i mean that was the worst one was was the uh 2.0 last year <laughs> it was brutal yeah how much how much sleep do you think you got that week what sleep sleep what was that <laughs> uh the only night that i actually slept worth a darn was the night of topeka uh, a real good buddy of ours john cundy uh lives in topeka and he put us up at his house bought us pizza i slept uh about six hours nice and then that was it uh so from after we went from Topeka to Oklahoma, and then we left Oklahoma. We were kamikaze into the Great Bend. Uh, I slept on the side of the road for an hour after that. Wow. I, I I think I think I calculated I slept a total of ten hours that entire week. That's crazy. It's um, what's funny is everybody always says it's the week of vacation that you need another week of vacation for. Absolutely. And like the struggle for a lot of guys uh, while you're doing the math there is like, you know, leading up to this, we're all like you're wrenching till late trying to get stuff done, trying to get a trailer ready, trying to get packed, trying to get the car ready, you know, <clears throat> um, so the average 1305. 13, dude, that's awesome with a 20 second pass in the middle of all that. I mean, dang, that's actually, that's actually better than the uh first year i did drag week nice that's cool that's crazy that's fast i hope we end up with a 14 second average this year that's kind of my goal the the oh, carts I'm, not, I'm gonna push you i'm gonna push you to that average man. yeah well like it like a 14 999 would be great for me because hey, like nine still counts yeah well and i was gonna say with the the cart, like we're in unlimited, so it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to be competitive. I'd like, I'd love to take the number five spot. I think that would be great. There you go. Um, First goals, man. Yeah. That's like I said, you know, it's cool if you win money, but yeah. at the end of the day, basically guys just set a goal for yourself. Yep. Yep. You know, whether, whether it be, I mean, obviously number one goal finish. Yes. Number yes. two, just set a goal for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to win one of these classes. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, think about, like, between, I think for 2.0 last year, like, the top three spots were within, like, 0.05 or something like that. Like, oh, 0.05 of, like, a 13 or 11 or a 10. You know what I mean? Like, the the competitiveness wow. of that stuff would be awesome. You know? So, though, I'm, I'm pretty excited for Matt talking about taking classes and only giving them two or three runs in a day. I think that, so I had, I had debated after uh, I talked with Adam was like, how do you like, how cool would it be to take every pass of the week and give it like whoever has the most, like, how do you get, I don't know. I don't know how to figure that up, but like the fastest pass from every pass, you know, how do you, how do you give that person a, because you know, 
you figure three passes a track, you know, if somebody is like a 10 second car, you know, you could have like a, a 12, five, you could have like a 10. Oh, you could have an 11, eight, you know, like how, how do you get consistent right out of the gate? You know, dude, I gotta be on that game, you know, just, just have it, you know, yeah, be set up before, but so, and I know quite a few people that have made 13, 14, 15 passes at one track. I mean, Carrie just Watson. hot lapping it. Yeah. So, yeah, Carrie Watson. Yeah. Yeah. You hear a dude back there? Yeah. yeah. Dude. So, I mean, you imagine if you're, you're right there in the thick of it, you know, being a class runner, you're in the top three, and then all of a sudden your class gets pulled for the three passes. Yeah you've got a small window to make that number. And I yep. think that's, what's going to make this interesting now. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree. You know, and you think about it, like if you have 300 cars, I mean, it's 900 passes. <laughs> like that's a bunch, you know, there's a lot of guys that'll do one and done, but I mean, you know, stone cipher typically has his car set up that, that close that he can get out and do it. And he's doing it for fun you know, most of the time he, he wants to be top three in his class. And I, I really feel like he's, he's coming for blood for that big block NA this year. He's uh, I, I think he's going to be, he's going to be one of them guys yeah. that's going to be pushing an envelope for that class. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch him do that. And I'm, I'm ready. Like last year he was, uh, I think he had just a, a big inch LS in there. So I'm, I'm interested to ride in that car for, another three hour tour, you know, like a Gilligan's Island three hour tour there um, with him in that, because it's, it's so wild. Uh, I'd love to ride in the car with you. Maybe we'll throw a, we'll throw the dude in the cart for a while and let him wave at all the girls and, and just the cart He's is so smile on his face right now. The cart is so much fun simply because it's so dumb. When you pull through town, people are like, Oh my god! Because they see all these cool race cars, and then they see that thing. Oh my god! And this the the, tra the trailer we're gonna build is gonna be dumb. We're gonna have big flags off of it. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be a blast. So, dude, but, that's that's what the event's about, man. Is just yep. having fun and getting out and you know just doing it. Yeah, so yeah. The, the best part of this event is really the drive. You know, yes. seeing the small towns, the checkpoints. Yep. You know, stopping in that random gas station with, you know, whoever you could insert anybody's name here. Yeah. Just talking to them. You know, that's that's what this is about. You know, yep. I tell everybody racing is the bonus. I mean, we all love racing. You know, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> yep. These events are strictly, you know, the back roads, the small yeah. town, like that's that's the event. That's yeah, what it, makes this so much fun. Yeah, it's about the the trips between the tracks, you know, like that's because there's so many times where I, I don't know, there were times where I saw cars at gas stations that I had never seen at the track because, you know, like everybody's kind of spread out a little bit or everybody's bunched up and you're so busy trying to get ready for that pass, you know, because I, I don't know about you guys, but we would swap tires and, you know, uh, we were made the dumb mistake of not, taking a trailer year one, like a trailer is a godsend. Like you have to do a trailer because like we, I mean the rear tire, the tires on the cart weigh 81 pounds a piece and they were on the roof. So it was like, 
we'd load them on, we'd take them off. You know, like you'd get there, you'd take them off the roof, you'd unpack the jack that weighs 40 something, you know, like you just keep unloading it. And by the end of the week, the uh, bucket, the waterproof bucket we had in the back in the trunk weighed like 80 or 90 pounds and we didn't want to unload it anymore. We just, so we would like manhandle that thing out of it and just drop it on the ground. You know, so you start figuring up your three or 400 pounds worth of shit that you're unloading at the track. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so we're, you know, we have the trailer, but at the same time, dude, just unhooking the trailer, swapping the tires. And <laughs> yeah. I've, I run spring spacers in my rear coils for the trailer. So yep. popping those out, you know, and then getting it down, getting a laptop out, double checking the tune and everything. Like it's, it's a process. Yeah. You know? And actually touching on what you said earlier, you know, if you got an issue and you're running late at night, dude, there's a lot of people I know and have seen, they didn't have a single issue, but they're still not getting out of the track till late because they got to reload everything. Yeah. Yeah, there were several times where we didn't leave till 10 30 or 11. And I mean, literally would get to the hotel. I would unload, <laughs> unload the back, well, you know, unload the backpack and be like, I gotta edit a video to get it out. You know, that's that's yeah. the only way the small YouTube channels are ever gonna make it is if we can get something out before 1320, you know. Right. So and so that's actually too another thing. Uh I'll be having some YouTube stuff uh here soon. Uh me and my buddy No Way. Uh, nice we started some stuff uh trying to figure it out i mean like i don't know man like uh i watch youtube stuff mm -hmm. but at the same time like i'm just too busy yep so like trying to get it done or like actually filming while i'm working and like figuring out when to stop and when to start and everything else yep. but we'll, we'll have we'll be we'll be doing stuff here real soon uh it'll be under uh questionable performance solutions Hang on, I'm typing that out for everybody. Questionable performance, if I could type, solutions. And that's going to be like you guys are doing a, a channel on on YouTube, right? God dang yeah, it. We, so we've not... started filming uh, quite a bit here lately. Uh, one of my project cars, it's a 93 Mustang. Uh, it's actually Ford powered. Um be 302 head cam intake turbo holly fi uh it's called a spare change thing nice it's literally just a bunch of like swap meet parts i bought over the last 20 years yeah and like i said you know we, we've got started on that uh then uh, the motorhome i bought the neighbor hater uh we've been filming on it me and the dude just took the motor out of it this week uh then we've got, you know, obviously my race week car. Uh, Noah is signed up for 2.02. Uh, he's going to have what we like to call the bruised up Stang. <laughs> nice. It, it literally looks like it has a black eye. <laughs> it, uh, uh, so he bought that car a few years ago, and he drove it daily, and it caught on fire. Nice. And it burnt pretty good. Uh, so the one fender's still all burnt. It's got a black front end. It's got some mystichrome hood that he bought from somebody. Uh, <laughs> one of his friends backed into it, <laughs> and so I mean, that's awesome. Beat up, but it's yeah, and it's another Turbo LS car. But so he's coming out with that. Uh, so we'll, we've got a lot of content. Yeah, going. we just haven't 
kicked it off yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Hey, listen, brother. I know what you're talking about. The time, the, you know, it really doubles your uh, work time by setting up the camera. Uh, I do want to say thanks to stuff with Cletus Automotive. He did just send some money over. Appreciate that for sure. Uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to start working on some, uh, um, super chat. Thanks videos for that. Uh, I will say they will involve burnouts. So just yes. get ready. Burnouts <laughs> yes. are good. Yes. Every, everything has to do burnouts. So, well, if cool. All right. Burnout, you're not trying hard enough. No, I mean, Hey, listen, that's, that's the way it goes. So I pulled up on Google search just a second ago. Um, how many days we have until September 19th? You want to take a know. guess? How many days? You'll take it. Uh, 61. Uh, 61 days. That's way too fast. Uh, I'm really, the, so the cart is pretty much ready. Uh, we've got to obviously, you know, reposition the nitrous sprayer to spray into the turbo instead of up. Um, but I've got to completely build the trailer. I've got to get tall tires. I've got to get, uh, last year I borrowed uh, Austin. Martin, Wendy Martin, and Lewis Martin's son. I borrowed his helmet and jacket because he wasn't going to make 2.0. So I can't do that again. I've got to buy my own helmet and jacket, gloves, and all that kind of stuff. So, so got got to get all that ordered and done, dude. So luckily for us, um, I didn't change anything on the car this year. Uh, I added anti-roll bar and I got new tires. Nice. So that's it. We're we're running. The same motor that I got from uh, Dustin Sullivan, <laughs> Dustin, uh, he hooked us up, you know, last year and I'm, I'm going to run it. It's going to be what's going to be. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it'll work. You've changed motors before. I ain't doing that again, man. <laughs> just go. Just be like, Nope. Man, now listen, so that you was get... funny. So we were talking about that the other day on the, the RMRWs and uh, David Williams, he had, a bunch of repairs he was doing down there too. And we were, you know, caddy corner in the parking lot. And we basically say, Hey man, next time, you know, we're barbecuing or we're drinking beers. That's the only way we're going to be across from each other. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's, that's one of the big things on the trailer is the grill mount. So we're, we're definitely going to, uh, we're going to buy hot dogs and hamburgers, I think every day. So, yeah, so that's no the... gas station sushi for you. Oh no, we're still going to eat that stuff. We're just going to do hot hamburgers and hot dogs at the, at some of the tracks throughout the week. Now we will have to eat at the tracks, you know, like we were talking earlier, uh, you know, restaurants close, all that kind of stuff. So, right. Right. So it'll be a balancing act. So how do you guys, so we talked about that a little bit, but like, how do you typically, what's your plan for food as you go into the, to the week? Like, are you like, we're, we're going to cooler it or we're going to, you know, we're going to be by a Walmart. We're going to swing in. We're going to grab some sub sandwiches, throw them in the cooler. And man, we do everything just as it rolls. <laughs> I mean, literally, like we're, we're 61 days from race week. Mm -hmm. I didn't book a hotel. Oh my God. Well, luckily Wendy handles all of my stuff. <laughs> like she's nice enough to throw me in that mix or I wouldn't have either. So, so once again, one of our superstitions We've never booked hotels except for one year. That was the year that the car broke. Nice. You're like, nope. So we just roll with it. I mean, that, well, I mean, I, I may hit some people up. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, floor. yeah, there's always. And so I bought a cot a couple weeks ago 
So I'm going to bring the cot with us, you know, just in case somebody needs to sleep in our room and the hotel doesn't have any cots left because like the hotels don't care. The people that are running the front counter when we check in at 11, they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Seven people to a two bedroom. Come on. We don't care. Dude. No. So yeah. Oh my God. Hotels don't care. Yep. And that's for us. I mean, I slept in a Kirky last year. Yeah. I was it comfortable? Hell no. Did it yep. work? Yes, it did. I slept yep. decent for an hour and a half. Yep. I, I had debated on just um uh, like putting the canopy up on top of the like basically setting it over the cart and just you know camping on top of the cart. I mean, but luckily Wendy got us in, so we definitely appreciate her for that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome, but no, we, we roll with the punches. I mean, we yeah. just go if, uh, what was that? Uh, 17, we ended up driving like another hour out of town to get a hotel. Yeah. And that worked out, man. That, that dude that worked at a hotel, he was awesome. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It was very shady hotel, but he straight up was like, yeah, man. He's like, just pull the car right up front. He's like, I got the camera right there. Nice. Dude. He was cool. Uh, then was that 15 at the murder city Inn? Oh my God. So that might have been the first year. So 15, <laughs> we didn't get any hotel rooms and we showed up to Racine, Wisconsin, uh, Great Lakes Dragway area. There's like a horseshoe of hotels and they were all sold out. And the old gal that worked at, you know, the whatever inn, she goes, Well, let me make a phone call. She's like, I got somebody I can call. She goes, It's not nice. She goes, but it's a bed. We're like, all right, bet, you know, like, yeah. And we go right across the street. This had to have been the shadiest. Like, <laughs> I, I swear to God, I thought I was going to see a, a drug deal in my bathroom. Nice. I slept in my clothes on top of the sheets. Ooh, all that. <laughs> it was like 1995 <laughs> for the night. That's awesome. No, yeah, the door didn't lock. Like, oh, you're like ramming a chair up underneath it. Like, oh, we had two chairs. Yeah, don't need anybody else in this room with us. But I, I actually, I slept better that night than I did on 2.0 last year. <laughs> That's funny. All right, dude, it's ten o'clock. I got to go. Dude, I got to go. Right. Yes. I Thanks. appreciate it, man. This was. Oh, awesome. it was a blast, man. It was a blast. I can't wait to really like. You and I are going to hang out whether you want to or not. So I hope oh, you're ready. Oh, no. Likewise, man. You got to deal with me. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's awesome. All right. We'll do, we'll do some collaboration. Say with me, I'm going to, I'm going to send this off and uh, I'm going to shut this down and we'll talk for a second. So I right, guess, Hey, thank y'all so much. Listen, the, the video that was typically landed on Tuesday nights, um, I'm putting it in on Friday uh, because of uh, he was so nice to come in and and hang out with us. Anyways, I'm out of here. It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to bed. See you guys.